Hey, what's good, what's good, what's good? Welcome to Reflections of a DJ, the road podcast presented by DJ City. Um, big shout to DJ City. I am one of your hosts, DJ Crooked. Um, my other co-hosts, DJ Never, DJ Dean Miles, and Jamie the Great are MIA. They could not join us today. But I do got some special guests. I got the homies over here, the three style champions with me. I'm going to give a Four Color Zach and Jay Espinosa a call. We're going to talk about everything that's going on, IG Lives, all this bullshit that's happening. And uh, I did also want to announce and let y'all know that this Sunday, April 12th, um, we're going to try a little experiment. We've been using this um, this app called Zoom. I'll let y'all know the times, probably around 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern. Um, I'm going to try to do a live podcast on this app, Zoom. If y'all don't know about this app, it's... Um, Basically, it's like a video conferencing, web conferencing app, uh, and it's what we've been using to remotely record uh, the past few episodes, and uh, we can have about as many as 100 users in at one time. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to share the link to uh, our recording on Sunday and just see how many motherfuckers come in, and we'll just have it like an open forum. So we basically, I, you know, I just, I'm just curious to see, you know, what kind of... Uh, interaction we can get going on this live forum on zoom so uh you know we'll definitely have some of the homies over there and uh you know just stay tuned on our socials for road podcast dj crooked dj never dj d miles and jamie the great and uh we'll go from there but uh, i hope everyone's being safe i hope everyone's staying sane i hope uh you and your loved ones are healthy um and and we're gonna move forward to this i'm gonna call the homies uh four color zach and j espinoza right now all right Hey, it was good, fellas. We got a uh, four color Zach, and we have uh, Jay Espinoza on Cheers, guys. Uh, on Zoom with us. What's good, fellas? How y'all? All good. How y'all holding up on the West Coast over here? Okay, as good as we can be, man. Actually, yeah. How yeah. much? How much do you guys miss miss working? How much do you guys miss DJing right now? I, I'm I'm uh, getting I'm getting an itch. Oh, you want to go first, Zach? No, you go. Oh, sorry. We're all like talking over each other. Um, I'm you know like I have a I want to live stream. You do. Like I'm watching everybody on streams right now, and I'm like, I feel like I hella want to jump in on that and just getting all my gear set up and learning all these programs that I've never used. Right. Is like a little, uh, you know, it's taking me a minute to like get everything together. Mm-hmm. But um, I honestly like I miss DJing, but I'm more excited about like doing live stream shit right now because that's just what we have to work with. Yeah. What what was the was it was it just a, a group or a accumulation of of various DJs that just started doing it that kind of inspired you or like was it definitely what happened with D Nice and uh, um, and how you saw like the impact that he made and you know how people were impacted by his set? To be honest, it's just like when I open my Instagram and like my whole feed is just like live, 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 live. like I'm, I'm there's like all my favorite <laughs> DJs DJing throughout the week. And I could just sit here and watch him. Like, I just think it's dope. I want to just get in on all the fun. Yeah. That's that- how I'm looking at it. And yeah, the D-Nice thing was was cool because he had those crazy numbers. And I think it was really inspiring for people to want to just get on and, and DJ. Right. Even like people who maybe have been against it. Like, I don't know. I just think like, for me, I'm just like, fuck it. Like, why not? I might as well DJ for somebody. Zach, are you excited to get on IG Live or streaming some type of streaming platform or service? Some stuff. <laughs> huh? <laughs> for, some, for some stuff, yeah. For some, yes. For a lot, no. Uh, I, I think that uh, 
it's cool that people are finally turning to streaming as, as a solution for creativity and sharing ideas for sure. Yeah. Like, man, if, if I had a wish, it would be to carry that on. Like once everything goes back to normal, yeah, uh, it'd be cool if that got carried on and, and remained a thing, mm-hmm. you know, like right now, obviously it has to be a thing because we have no, we have limited options, right. but if we could figure out a way to integrate this into the future, I'd be so hyped. Um, but, you know, I say all that to say like, yeah, it's a big hurdle for a lot of people and, some people, the way they do it, maybe isn't as inspiring as others. It's like anything. It's a platform. It's what you make of it. Is it? I'm is, hyped. I'm hyped. Is it like, is it a kind of like a competitive nature? You're seeing motherfuckers on there. You're seeing a lot of a lot of dudes on IG Live. You're kind of like, oh, man, I want to get down too. Like, I want to I want to show my shit too. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> nah, fuck I, no. I, 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 yeah, I lost, my, I lost my competitive spirit long ago. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not I'm even pers- competitive I'm like that at all. Personally competitive. Not competitive for me. It's just, it's just like, um, I feel like now is the time to, if you want to play records that you want to play, Yeah. now is the time. Like, to just yeah. nerd out and fucking just play some, fu- some cool shit that, that you like. Right. More than ever, you know. I mean, even a lot of guys who might who might be those DJs who are doing those type of gigs, where they are the ones that are like complaining on social medias, talking about like you know the people who are like, oh, I can never play what I want, like I'm tired. You know what I mean? You mean like people like me who has been a whore for like the yeah, past I was talking ten years? About yeah, basically like you. Self-described, <laughs> self-described. By the way, uh huh. Let me call you that. Wait, so. Jay, what do you think about when you log on and you see an IG live and they're playing club songs, tired club? Well, songs. that's not that's not what I'm here for. Like, that's not what I sign up for. Like, I'm not. I don't want to hear that personally. But what does that mean? What do you, What do you think that means when a DJ is doing a club set in on IG live? I was thinking about it though. Like, look. So right now, nobody's at the club. Right. So there, there are people who probably miss that shit and they want to hear it too. So, mm-hmm. but I'm not gonna do it. But I, you know what I'm saying? Like, but you wouldn't do it if you were at the club, not not current Steve Espinoza. I, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is not me. I don't. I'm not a fan. Like, but I'm sure there are regular people who follow their favorite DJs who want to hear them play fucking French Montana on an IG live. Like, I'm sure somebody there out there does want to hear that shit. I haven't seen that yet, though. I haven't seen any. I DJs. have. You have? No, I have. Like playing, playing pop that and shit for real. Yeah, bro. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, I mean, look. Then I'm just like, all right, next. To but, some extent, the nice was doing it too. Everybody's been doing it. Yeah, he was doing nine hours though, right? He did like six hours and nine hours. You yeah, might, yeah. you might have to throw in. A, and when you're doing, there's like, an asterisk there. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I, I had a question. So, if you got like maybe. 200 to 500 maybe a thousand i mean you guys have pretty large followers right so i like i would gauge like for every five thousand followers for a dj they'll maybe get 20 to 50 viewers right is that i, safe to say? I don't know because think about it like this i well and this might go back into the whole like numbers fudging thing but i i see a ton of djs with way more followers than me whose ig live numbers don't ever look very good yeah, well, I I was so kind of yeah, it's kind of weird because I think someone with twenty thousand should get around two hundred. If they get more, that's great. You know what I mean? I fear, I fear measuring myself up against what my numbers would be. I've never tried. <laughs> Yo, same here, bro. Such, 
That'd be such a deflated balloon. I'd but, be but, but don't you think that's like, well, don't you think, is that kind of a bad look if you have a name and you have a, a, a somewhat large following of like 20,000 plus and you only, only 20, like 250 people are in your view, in your views? No. <laughs> What'd you say? Well, I'd be hyped with 250. You'd be cool with but 250? Okay. Is, is it, isn't there like an algorithm though? Like, like let's say, cause I know some, sh- sometimes I'll post some shit like, and I'll get like thousands of likes on a picture, but then sometimes I'll post something and it'll get like like a hundred likes or two hundred likes, and that's low compared to like some posts for me. So it's just that's isn't true. it like an algorithm thing too? And I don't know how the live stream works, but I don't I, think I don't know similar. how it works at all. Do I would I? think it's similar because I know like I, I haven't gone live yet. I don't know what my numbers are going to be. I'm, I'm going to use Twitch too. I'm not going to use IG, but and I don't even have any. I'm brand new on Twitch, so I don't think my numbers are going to be that great. Oh, so everyone's going to Twitch, huh? To do this, kind of? I, I mean, I, I don't know if everybody is, but I, I am, and I have my reasons why. I I've, been, I've been hearing a, a select group of DJs, or a lar- actually a large group of DJs that are going on Twitch, that are, are focusing on that platform right now. Have you asked why? No, I just see it. I just think there's, there isn't as many issues with copywritten music, right? They're not fucking with no, you guys with I that. I don't think it's true. I think there is. Twitch will just mute you. So if you if you go back and watch the Twitch video, if it's uh they won't kick you off, it'll it'll just mute the audio until that song's over. Oh really? Yeah. Mm. So I, I've seen I've seen we're using Zoom right now. Uh you're unfamiliar with it. Zach's been using it. Zach, your kid's been using this, right? For school, pretty much. Yeah, more than me. Yeah, I know the stock market like Zoom, like I don't know, in the past month, like Zoom has become such a big part of my life. Just with everything that's going on. You know, their their stocks went up like crazy. But I've been hearing about motherfuckers doing their sets on Zoom. And Yo, like, somebody just asked me to do a Zoom set. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Were they were they paid a pay to get in the in the stream right i'm not sure but i think lazy boy did it lazy boy did a zoom set and it's just and it's crazy because you can just you know i think you may be able to pay for more but even even right now i could get about 100 people on this whoa really how do you promote the zoom set do you post a link and then people click on it like you could post swipe up on your ig or you could tweet the link yeah you can tweet the link someone got the link to this they could just literally log on so it's just open. You just have to have Zoom to the world. So if you're going to do a live DJ set on Zoom, you start DJing, you tweet the link, and then people join in? Yeah, they can just join in, but they would have to sign into Zoom or have an account or something like that. You know and then they'll I mean? be – and, and that's where, like, you get a Zoom with, like, 100 people, and it looks like fucking the Hollywood Squares. Yeah. That's yeah. the art. They don't know about that. They don't know about that. Yeah, times like fifty, but yeah. So wait, are you gonna you are you gonna kind of delve into the streaming thing a little bit, Zach? Or yeah, yeah, for sure. You're not in a rush, right? Yeah. No, I'm not in a rush. Yeah, no, you. I don't. I, Go ahead. No. I'm sorry. I, I don't. I don't think that rushing. I don't think this is like a rush to market kind of thing. It's not like maybe whoever's first in some scene in some circles will be will benefit, but what what my programming is going to be isn't. I'm not in a rush, mm-hmm. you know. I, yeah. I hope that this extends beyond the situation we're in. That's my goal. So I, think I just want to make sure it's right. I think it will. I think if anything, right now, and you guys tell me if you disagree, what happened, um, it's kind of what happened kind of set a new platform 
right? It just created a new platform that made it available for us. And I think yeah. it wouldn't have been as, I don't think it would have been as much of a movement if there wasn't a D-Nice to lead the movement. Do you know what I mean? He kind of like put it out there. I think there was a streaming, but I think it just became completely viral because of him. You know, it went viral because he went viral with it. Yeah, because people have always been streaming. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it was it was a very like small to me. It was a it was a smaller market. You know what I'm saying? It was a, like a, it was a more kind of like, uh, what's a better way to say it? It was like a select group of people that were really into it. You know, because Twitch ultimately is gamers, right? It's a gaming yeah. platform. Yeah, initially, yeah. And you need you need kind of like a big moment like with what happened with D Nice to really like set off and launch something like DJ streaming to the masses so people can be comfortable with it. Does that make sense? Yeah, I don't think you could deny that. Yeah. I don't think it's appropriate to give D Nice the credit for all streaming. No, no, no. Definitely I would say the DJ stuff, stream, yeah. yeah. I would say No, but no, no you don't I think mean, so. You, no, there's a there's plenty of DJs who don't are don't know who D Nice is, don't don't know that that happened mm -hmm. who've been streaming. Yeah. There's you know, for like main club DJs, yeah, for sure. Top of the headlines, probably top of the minds, but there's plenty of pockets that have no idea that that even happened. No, for sure. It's just, but I'm just saying that, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, we're just all, I think the necessity, it's like we're all in the same situation when you have a solution. And so the people who uh, in some like countercultures went over to the Twitch side were already instinctively more comfortable in in a more technically advanced setting like that where there's a community base it's usually like somebody who's a little bit who's already been aware of streaming whether they've already been game streaming or something else mm -hmm. for like a d nice style like us dj dj djs type thing ig live is the easy option because it's like there's no uh there's no nothing for you to learn you just mm -hmm. turn your phone on and go that's so i think that i think it's great that that he's done that and that he had that achievement, like undeniably amazing achievement. But I think that there's still a lot of people, a lot of DJs, a lot of like people who play different kind of genres, different people who play different kind of venues that would have been doing this like specifically Twitch thing regardless, you know? But don't you think he helped to kind of create a commercial market for it? Because even myself, I couldn't picture there being a vibe. the masses. Yeah. Cause yeah. I I couldn't picture myself even me me myself I couldn't even picture, um an an actual market for DJ streaming right now. Does that make sense? Like I can, I know mixtapes and all this, but I I really couldn't picture a hundred to two hundred thousand people like watching a DJ spin and just play yeah. music, you know. And I think it opened the eyes to a lot of, you know different companies and brands to be like wow this is a thing this is something we can actually kind of kind of work with and th there's a market for this you know otherwise i don't know i don't know if it would have been maybe as i don't think it would have been as like uh, as massive as it is now with almost every dj trying to do an ig live or trying to stream or thinking of streaming you know what i mean because the last thing i want to do is, is stream djing like, cause I think hey. it, I think it's, yeah. The last thing I want to do is like stream a DJ set just because I think, I don't know, like there's a part of me that thinks every time I stream and I'm not the greatest DJ in the world, I'm not like the most, the, the greatest motherfucker in the world, but everyone's just going to steal everything you do. 
any any song or idea and you're not going to get any credit for it because it was on a, it was this like momentary thing that happened on an IG live or a Twitch live and it's not like yeah. a mixtape because if you if you do it on a mixtape or a mix or a YouTube video you're kind of branding your name on it if you do it like kind of like you know on a live stream you're just kind of putting it out there and anyone can just kind of take it you know I don't know. Well, then that goes. There, but doesn't that go back into? Sorry, go ahead, Jay. Uh, I was gonna say there's a lot more shit you can do though. If you do a live stream, you could hit record in Serato, post yeah. a mix to your SoundCloud, MixCloud, mm-hmm. uh, shit, whatever you got to do. Make a fucking MediaFire link, whatever you got to do. You could uh, with Twitch, if you have OBS, um, not even just with Twitch, but that program OBS. You can screen record, um, or you could you could record the the video, like while you're doing it. So you're gonna have those sets. Don't just make it like like IG Live. You do it once, and I don't know if everybody's recording all their sets. Probably not. But that's why like I'm not gonna do that shit every day. I'm gonna probably do maybe like one a week. But I'm gonna try to make the most out of every one that I do. Right. So yeah. It's exactly. Of, like, huh. I was going to say the exact same thing, it's, but back to your point, Crooked, it's the exact same thing as you saying, like, you got to cane a, cane a trick or a song or something, right? If you don't put that on a mixtape, if you don't put that on a video, post it on your IG or something, you just do it in the club, who's to say that the same end result wouldn't happen? You got to be the one to hustle up and take ownership of yeah, your for ideas. Sure. Yeah. And that's what exactly what Jay was just saying is this there's options here too you could go on ig live and stream it and mm-hmm. give out all the sauce and people yeah. could snatch up the sauce but if you don't do the next step which is to uh take ownership you know then you kind of done it to yourself yeah yeah no that's a fair point because i w- always look at it as like comedians you know comedians don't want people like videotaping them uh or like filming them while they work they're working yeah. ideas out you yeah. know and also, they're also putting together a special, so they don't want any of that material leaking, so they can hold on to that material for their specials, and then kind of brand all their jokes, and then they kind of start from zero again. Once this, because once the special's out, like once this mix is out, I don't know. Like sometimes, like you know, if I do a mix or if I do something, if someone's heard it and it was on video and I posted the video, I'm like, damn, is it okay to, for me to post that? Is it okay to, for me to do that mix again? You know what I mean? The answer is yes. Yeah, you yeah. think yeah, it's fine. Yeah, Jay and I have talked about this a lot. Yeah, <laughs> we've had so many conversations about this. How do you, yeah. how does it become? Does it does it be almost become like you know DJ nerds or people who are are followers of you when you do a mix? Are they kind of like? Is it like kind of you, like being Aerosmith doing Walk This Way? Like oh my god, he's gonna play my this song like my favorite song. He's gonna do my favorite mix live. Yeah, that's that's your hit song. Yeah. it's your, your trick mix. So that so okay so that's how motherfuckers see it for you guys mostly. That's how I that's how I look at it. Right. I've never I've never had somebody be bummed that they knew a trick was coming that they've that they know. It's always like oh watch this. Yeah, <laughs> it's like oh shit here it comes. Right, right, right. Yeah, that was dope. I seen yeah. it live. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. See, I'm in, see, I'm I'm a little different. I'm usually in the back with the other DJs. Like, oh, he's, <laughs> he's gonna do that shit. He does. He does this shit all the time, bro. <laughs> he's doing <laughs> that shit again, asshole. <laughs> he won't yeah. let this shit go, man. He's doing that fucking trick again. That's what I would be like. One of those hating ass motherfuckers in the back. Um, well, you can't do it. You see, like, I, I wouldn't do the same trick on a. I don't know. It just depends. So, some tricks are so good. You gotta keep do. You gotta do it again because people want to hear it. Right. Some tricks, 
I think like if I'm personally tired of doing something, I'm not Mr. Trick guy anyway. That's Zach. But if I if I was Mr. Trick guy, <laughs> like <laughs> I would probably just however I personally feel like if I was in the mood to do it or if I'm sick of hearing it, I wouldn't do it. And it would just be on me. Fam, you can't call yourself not a trick guy when you won the fucking Red Bull three style last year. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. You are but the trick guy. Me. <laughs> but if you ever hear me play out at parties, I'm not really doing a lot of tricks. I might do a couple. I don't know if it, I mean, routines, showstoppers. Routines, show right? I mean, more routines than tricks, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, shit, recently, like, like the last couple months before all this shit went down, like, we're on the road so heavy that I didn't really have a, I, I can't really prep, prep tricks when I'm sitting in my hotel room. I'm not good at like, like Zach will come up with a whole routine and he'll never practice it. And he'll just put it together like on a fucking notepad and then do it live. Like I have to physically have turntables or a controller and practice it and work out the kinks. Mm-hmm. Cause there's things that like you could do with your hands that you can't really like write on paper. Like if I want to move the record a certain way, like there's no way I could like figure that out on my computer. You know what I'm saying? Because you're, you're a rookie ch- champion right now. That's why. That's what it is. And Zach is a veteran. Yeah. <laughs> Probably what it is. That's what it is. You just, you Withered know. Fruit. Yeah, you're just like barely, barely a year old in this champion, just champion world, bro. And I'm, and I'm just mulch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so I was going to say, as as your approach to this live stream, as, as you know, as you guys, as we start moving forward and we start approaching this live stream era. Are you going to approach the way you DJ for live stream differently from a club or anything else? Like you said, you want to play more music that you can play for yourself. Are you going to do, are you going to focus on, because I hear a lot of dudes like on your kind of turntablist levels, both of you guys, I hear a lot of them saying like, sometimes like, I think I spoke with Miles Medina about this and a few other guys. Sometimes they just want to DJ. Like Mm -hmm. they feel the pressure of everyone just wanting them to do a trick and continuously do like these magnificent mixes and routines and sometimes he just wants to just play music and enjoy playing music and that's why sometimes a lot of djs and open format that are turntablists they kind of gravitate to like trance or house because there's kind of a little bit more time to just let a record play and mix through it you know what i mean and and kind of have it flow Whereas like open format, just like nonstop, like bang, 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 bang. You know what I mean? Say more, more so like yeah. The, I don't know. I guess those. What do you call it? Mainstream party, like where the DJs are just slam more hip hop style, where you're slamming in records and yeah. that's your, that's the flow. Like there's a flow in slamming records. Mm-hmm. Just like letting a record play is important. Yeah, but how would you guys approach the live stream kind of very differently? And like Zach, I know you and I are very like premeditative about our marketing and the projects that we get involved in you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. we think of the beginning end and like future for everything you know what i'm saying so like how you're approaching live stream and how even i would consider approaching live stream i you know i'm meticulously thinking of the marketing the execution and all of it like i kind of want to go in your heads just a little bit right well uh jay and i talked about this a couple days ago actually uh Neither one of us, well, you can chime in here, but neither one of us seemed too hyped on the idea of making a some sort of a perfect performance for this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, when, it, when it comes to me thinking about what I would do on a live stream DJ-wise, I think, and I've 
been pretty vocal about this. When I say that I think this is the chance for DJs to define what their sound is and like play that stuff that they say they never quite know how to play. It's tough playing in front of an audience and trying to break records for a lot of people, you know? Like somebody like me, I don't mind throwing in whatever, whenever. It's just for whatever reason, I'm I'm down to take the L's when, when they don't work. But a lot of people that I've talked to just don't feel that that's something that's very easy to do. And this is like, if there's not a chance a better chance than right now this is it i mean you've got you got no crowd well you got viewers but come on now you got no uh music director breathing down your neck you got no bottle sales that you gotta worry about you got no like next reoccurring gig if you you know whatever this is your chance to define what you sound like mm -hmm. and what you and, and and present music that you that you wouldn't otherwise get a chance to so for me I would think it's just that. Let, let's go into the mind of that DJ. If I click on somebody's live stream, I really hope that I see what they really love. And if what they love isn't what they play at the club, great, even better. It'll be, it will be more of a surprise. Yeah. Like, and, and, and the, the part about the imperfection that, that I was saying that Joe and I talked about, and Jay should probably pick it up from here, is, is just like the idea of, you know, we understand that, there is something that you would record and put on like an IG video and there's something like this that you want to keep casual and keep open and keep kind of like inclusive. I'm not trying to make a 15 minute uh, freestyle routine and, and perform it. Mm -hmm. It'd be pr probably pretty cool if you did see that, but that, that won't be for me. I'd want to keep it casual and just make it about the music, make it about the vibe, right. course tricks because I can't help myself. Yeah, cer certain <laughs> DJs, I think it's dope watching them just like how a track went on and kind of just like was like hey guys like i'm just gonna fuck around i'm gonna fuck up and it's kind of like yeah. you see you see the process and you see them like uh you know it's not so polished and it's cool to see somebody that might be your favorite dj or you know just anybody like just fucking play records stop the music talk that's what that's the only thing i say is cool about instagram live is like it's more raw mm -hmm. you know what i mean um so I think it's I think it's dope seeing like celebrity DJ guys like be out there like kind of like uh you know it's it's very unpolished and it's right. it's cool to see the realness of it I guess. Mm -hmm. I never you yeah. know what that's a real positive outlook on it because I never saw that perspective before so it's interesting because you you kind of have a DJ has the freedom to find themselves play the music that they want. Um, and go down, you know, different paths and different directions that they they may have never gone before, and they don't really have to worry about you know anybody really critiquing them or saying anything. And actually, the more casual you do it, the more experimental you can be, right? Kind of the way you approach it. Brilliant. Yeah. Like yeah. I think it would be dope if I saw Crooked do a live set where he's playing a bunch of like random ass fucking new york records that i've never heard in my life like that would be cool to me absolutely yeah only to you yeah. maybe only to you no. <laughs> <laughs> i mean everybody would be stealing your ideas but you know no i have no i have no credit. real great that's the problem is i don't really have that many great ideas so i have to hold on to as as oh. you know as many as i can because <laughs> whatever it's just like guy, this, this small basket of shit and if everyone takes it then i'm left with yeah, nothing yeah, yeah. I'm left, I'm, you know. <laughs> uh, I, I, I totally agree, though. I will say that uh, as much as I'm not personally interested in doing the IG live thing, I do. I think that 
IG Live is the easiest example, but it does translate to all all platforms. Mm-hmm. Is the easiest example of how that rawness is so cool. Right. Just seeing somebody play a song, stop it, talk about it for a minute, totally change course, play something else. Actually, that's what I think is. Um, this maybe changes the topic a little bit, but um, that's what I think is cool about these beat uh, beat battles and writer battles. Right. That have been happening. Yeah. Is that that's the rawness it's about the content it's about the moment and it doesn't you don't have to have this like long-winded thought out thing it's just about that spark right um it back in the day there was i'm not trying to go out on too much of attention but back in the day there was this red bull project called big tune this was before freestyle um so yeah red bull big tune was a beat battle and it was run by uh our homie john moore um jake one vitamin d uh, our homie Marcus from up, up here. It was basically a Seattle. It started as a Seattle property mm-hmm. and went went national. And the idea was that they would go to different regions, select the best best producers. They'd have obviously special guest producers to come in to be kind of like the headliners. But these kids would just go back and forth and battle each other out with beats for crowd reaction. And it was the it was my favorite event ever. It was the coolest coolest event that had ever been. Right. And uh, there's, there's a clip floating around right now on Twitter, actually, um, of it was it must have been a special, whatever, special thing, because they had Alchemist versus Just Blaze. Wow. And Alchemist played, um, uh, we going to make it, but mm-hmm. he flipped the sample into it. Oh, yeah, I see. And you can, I see so, okay, picture, so picture that, but with like no-name kids just playing their bedroom beats. Like these kids that walk up there, they have no stage presence, they have no posse, they have no clout. And they just hit play, and all of a sudden, the whole crew, the, the whole crowd's rocking with them. Right, right. Um, that, like, to me, we've actually been talking about trying to bring that back, but, um, but to me, that that excitement, that rawness, that's what sort of starts to leak into some of these IG live videos, is because you can just kind of number one, you can actually connect with another person and go head to head on some stuff. Mm-hmm. You can keep it casual, where you just play a clip of something, start, stop. Um, I just think. I bring all this up because I think that what makes the streaming idea, the whole concept great, is that it's no longer the same format that we've been stuck with for the past, whatever, 20 years or whatever has been successful in in the lifespan of DJ. Right. Because we have to admit that we've all felt like it's gotten to a point where it became really formulaic. And, and anybody, I would think that most DJs have reached a point where they get to a crossroads and they feel like, I'm stuck in this formula and I don't know how to break out of it. I don't know if I, if, if I can break out of it and have it be successful or accepted, but this is the moment. I mean, basically we're Mm -hmm. in this like glass spaceship and someone just came and smashed the spaceship. And now we, now we're all floating around in space trying to figure out what's going on. Right. And so that's, it's like, this is the moment to like redefine everything. Right. Because it's so tight. If you think about it, it's awful what we're up against right now, Mm -hmm. but, and, and it's pretty grim. Like the future's, pretty dark and there's some i mean check out the background but uh <laughs> but if you look at the if you look at the creative positives like this is what i think we all should have been hoping for not what we're dealing with but right the result the result of the creative renaissance i mean this is we're redefining right now this is the moment wow that's Dude. great that's great i never thought of it like that that's a that's a that's a great take because we've always been at the mercy of the venue or the promoters or yeah and or the crowd right. like kind of like well i can't do what i want to do like this crowd 
I got to play for this yeah. crowd now, or like the venue wants this, but the crowd wants that. So like, yeah, man. so we've always been at the mercy of, of a bunch of people who control the market, who didn't necessarily know anything about music or know anything about what was going on in music, right? But sure. we were, we yeah, were dude, at there, is, you know? Go ahead. Right now, it's like, this is the time to, you're exposing people to like all kinds of shit they would have never seen right now too. Like, um, you have people watching you that may have only seen you at the club. And what if you do some cool shit right now on your IG Live? And people are kind of like forced to watch it because not that they're forced to, but there's not a whole lot of shit to do. So everybody is going to all these DJs pages to see them DJ. Right. So if somebody watches like your set and you might have done some cool shit that you've never did at a club or played a different, it's different style of music. Mm-hmm. Somebody might want you to do that moving forward when the shit's over. Or if you have some ideas, if you like for me right now, I'm like going through this weird stage in my DJ career where like I'm really tired of like all the mainstream stuff that I've been doing. And I kind of just want to do me and just play like good music versus like more like music lover shit. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like, I know there's a lot of other people who want to do that same thing. Like right now is the time to do it. I feel like you kind of went through this um, transition, right? Jay, like when I, cause I saw you guys did like an Asia tour. It was you, um, four color Zach. It was uh, Shintaro, right? Who's the 2013 world champ. This was like what, like December 2019, last year? Yeah, yeah, it was in December. It was in December. November, December, November, December you guys went to Bangkok, pause, uh, Singapore, Taipei, Jakarta, Seoul, Korea, and Osaka, Japan, right? You guys were kind yeah. of like... Uh, we, end, we ended in, what were we? We ended in San Francisco for, for US finals. Uh, well, okay. you, ended, you ended there. I went to Africa after that. <laughs> oh, big flex, big flex. I like that. Um but yeah, I, I feel like you were kind of going through this when you started traveling the world and kind of playing outside of, you know, outside of the U.S. You started seeing like how more open and um, you know how op- more open they were to uh, to different music than than what was on the charts or what was mainstream, right? Was yeah, that it? Well, that that was more. It, it was everything. It was that. It was me DJing with with Zach and Shintaro and. Mm-hmm. The other guys, Dominito. Um, mm. It was me DJing with everybody, being inspired by watching everybody else around me, and me taking chances and watching it work. Right. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, like I can't believe that it's like a dream come true. Like, I can't believe this is so dope. Like, we're playing all this random ass shit and it's working. So I just kind of like, it, it changed the way that I look at shit. And I just kind of like, I don't ever want to lose that feeling. Mm. That's what's and, cool about those was, freestyle. Okay. Huh? I was gonna say that's what was cool about like the the Russia trip for the freestyle thing when we did the whole like world champ Russia get together. Yeah, that's that's yeah. exactly what that was, which is re restoking the spark of of ideas. Yeah, that, remember that after, was when it that, started. Exactly. Yeah. When was this? What is this you guys talking about? What? what when was that? That was August. Was like August. Yeah. What was this? What was this? We went to. Uh, they took all the world champs. Uh, from over the years and we all got together in russia and we did a basically we we're supposed to do a bus tour across russia mm-hmm. and just do uh they were just going to be um showcase events there was no battle it was just parties we were just going across russia playing parties yeah from small town small towns to big cities yeah so we just cruised around and it was just one giant however many people buy for type of thing you know mm-hmm. and rock the party from open to close and then move on to the next spot Wow. And that was 
uh, we've done that once before in Taiwan, right? Yeah, we did it in Taiwan. But it's cool because you all get together and you can go in there with a plan, but your plan changes real quick when you see somebody else doing some really cool stuff, you know? And you then kind of go yeah, with the flow and. And then their shit's working, right? You're like, holy shit, that worked. That was. Great. But everybody did a different plan. Everybody had something different to bring to the table, and we would feed off of each other. But like, it would always be something different. And I swear to God, bro, like everything worked. Everything. So Russia is uh, Russia is amazing. If you've never got a chance to go there, if you can DJ out there, I don't, I don't know what it is out there, man. But I was gonna say that uh, will we play like four rap songs the entire trip? Maybe. Maybe maybe three maybe two None but of we it. did we played some hip-hop is it kind of a blessing when you go like because i always hear this when you go obviously not for every city and every country but when you go to overseas to different countries they are a little behind some of them more behind than others obviously in music oh, selection I don't, I don't know if you would call what they were uh, responding to is behind though that was no 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 i don't I mean, I don't mean that but i was just gonna say is that kind of a blessing because they're not so um they're not so fixated on what's the new hot technically cool hype song do you know what i mean or does that have nothing not, to do with not, it not necessarily because you'll go to spots that uh are are behind and the problem is they're still stuck on progressive house yeah, and yeah. that's when you walk into a room like that you're like oh boy here we go right and you know you know exactly you can try but i've been shocked by the like there's some markets that are hardcore like it's got to be 128 progressive house <laughs> or Mel melbourne bounce or like you know that type of stuff can you name some of those cities like old Lots countries china huh i can Lots i can china. oh yeah yeah you can oh wait yeah jakarta bro yeah, that, jakarta jakarta no i mean they were they were pretty cool but yeah jakarta was like that's, straight that's indonesia but, right yeah but head's been uh, head's been placed spots out there where he doesn't have to deal with that he's got we i don't know if you want to call, say we caught a tough end of the stick or whatever but yeah we uh <laughs> we got we, <laughs> you should tell him tell him about winky <laughs> oh shit tell about our boy winky <laughs> you guys want to hear a story about the time me and zach got fucking burned yeah. Hey, wait, I want to hear about I this. The, I got the photo of the bar we played in. Yeah. Of the what? Oh my wait. god! <laughs> <laughs> wait, is that really it? No, that's the that's from Always Sunny. That's crazy <laughs> because that looks like the place that we DJ at. It does. Oh, where was okay. this? Where was this? Jakarta. Oh man. Okay, so this is Jakarta. Yeah. Okay, so me and Zach were in Jakarta. Um, this is on that three style tour, the one that you're just talking about. Yeah. Uh, we had an opportunity when we were there. Cause I think we had like four days there, three days, but we had like two off nights. And so they, they, they offered us a couple of gigs, like just yeah. for, if you want to, if you want to make some money, it's a night off, you might as well. So we ended up taking a couple of gigs. One of them, me and Zach got booked to do, um, like a back to back set thing. Like at this, it was like, it was a bar that looked exactly like the back of his screen. <laughs> So you walk in and it's like, it was so awkward. Like there was a, there was like bar, like high bar stools and people just kind of sitting around. It was really quiet. Like, like literally like if somebody put their glass down too hard, like you could hear it. And then everybody, like, it was just awkward as fuck. So we walk in, we're like, we're going to DJ here. This is weird. So Zach went first that night and he, um, so he starts playing. And then before you know it, like out of nowhere, it's like a party, like everybody's dancing. 
I was like, oh shit, this is dope. So like, it turns into like this vibe. Then I went on and then me and Zach ended up doing like back to back and we were just playing like the most, just like we we're playing cool shit, right? What you would say like- Give me an example of what you guys were playing. We we're playing like, like Brazilian Love. music and like Baye Funk and mm -hmm. um, Zach was going <laughs> in like, Zach played like- Black House. Huh? <laughs> I was playing Hello Black House. Yeah, we were, we were both playing like that shit. Like, like Baile Funk in an Irish bar in Jakarta. <laughs> <laughs> but people were losing their shit. Like girls were dancing and like fucking high-fiving us. It was great. Um, so after I got done, this other DJ guy walks in. His name's DJ Winky. Yeah. And so he walks up and... As soon as he, like, he didn't even get in the DJ booth yet. Like, I seen this guy start to walk up, and you could just tell, like, the whole crowd, like, shifted. They're, like, people were pulling their phones out, like, taking selfies with him. Yeah. So we're, like, who is this guy? So he gets in the DJ booth, um, and and we're, we're still not really sure what's going on. <laughs> but then he, like, stands on the DJ table. Everybody starts fucking like he's he. This guy's like a big deal out there. I think uh, he was. I don't know if he was like a reality show star or mm -hmm. TV shows. Yeah, he's a big deal in Jakarta. He's the fucking man. And so he gets on and starts playing. And basically, like, like we thought we had that shit lit. This guy got on and like, go ahead, take it away, Zach. <laughs> it was, it was something. It was like it was like an LMFAO video in there. It was crazy. It, yeah. What, what was he playing? He what was, was he playing? LMFAO. <laughs> yeah. And he was playing LMFAO. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, the, and then I had to play with him again the very next night. Oh, sure. oh tell him about that. Chat. Tell him about that. <laughs> yeah. So that one, you know, I show up and this time it's not an Irish bar. This time it's like a cantina. And it was like, but same awkward, like, oh man, please, no, please don't make me play in here. You know, like you walk in, everyone looks at you, they're like, eating a burrito in Jakarta, like, looking at you, like, please don't play music. Well, I'm gonna. And so I get them, they gave me the, the old folding table, you know? Yeah. Hurting, like, leaning over, hurting my back stuff, trying to, like, DJ on a low folding table. And, you know, how it is when you start playing to, like, nobody who don't want to hear music. Right. You just kind of, like, you ease it in. You kind of, like, you're, you're just, like, easing it in. <laughs> Pause, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're, and then, and so... I kind of I remember the night before I remember what they responded to so I worked up to that they may be up. I think I ended up playing like a three hour set mm. before this dude shows up and I look over and there's this whole other setup under a curtain that I didn't you know that I wasn't allowed to touch <laughs> and of course it was on a little stage and it was like real deal setup I had the Fisher Price set up and lo and behold, you know, and I was trying to, I was hamming it up a little bit. Of course, he gets up there, and I'm, I'm playing like what I think is, all right, this is the energy level. He gets up there, same thing. Everyone starts freaking out. He plays one song, some like Chain Smokers progressive house remix, and the whole place loses their minds. <laughs> you know, and I think I'm trying to remember what he said to me. He said something to me that I know he didn't mean disrespectfully but it was just like the moment like if you knew the moment it was just clown and it was like this it was like it's like there's a this was if i was winky <laughs> did, um, did he say something like uh that was a good try that was good hey man nice try you know <laughs> like, you know, 
keep keep it up, man. You might have a future in this business, kid. Nice, but, solid effort. So, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you know, I, I like that you at least you know shoot your shot. <laughs> Did he pat you on the but, shoulder? Like, yeah, that was good. It, yeah. <laughs> it was probably one of those like, oh man, it's okay. <laughs> and then from then on out, it was just that running joke of like, we'll never be as good as Winky because he know, he knows his audience. Anytime like a police escort would drive by, it's like, oh, Winky's got somewhere to be. <laughs> but Yo, does, that, time, though. does that happen often though? Or is that like like really one of those rare cases, right? That, that, that was rare to me. That's insane. What about you? It's good though. It's kind I, of like it's kind of like what? It's it's humbling. It's, it's humbling, right? Yeah, sure. Like I ain't shit. Sure. Like, <laughs> I ain't well, shit. Here. Well, well, it's just a different world, man. Like yeah. And then, like, do you want to... Okay, there's a lot of different scenes in a lot of different countries. Like, not everywhere is like that, right? That's just one one scene. That's probably their, their mainstream nightlife. Mm-hmm. But, like, I've played in Singapore, and, um, like, a lot of times, they have, they have a scene there where it's, like, they do, like, vinyl parties and, like, old-school music heads go. But then they also have, like, their mainstream clubs where it's, like, progressive EDM, Chainsmoker remixes and shit. Like, yeah. What, what was it's your... just about what you <clears throat> go ahead go ahead it's just about it's just about what you're willing to like you'll get booked in some of these spots and you obviously have no not you don't always have a choice of what scene you're about to get thrown into mm-hmm. and a lot of it's just how much self-respect you have that day you know <laughs> i've been right i mean how many times have you been at a club in china and you've been like well i know i i can see what they're used to based on the opener. I know what they want. Right. Uh, meaning, and, the, you know, meaning the guy is standing on the DJ table with like a cryo gun, like shooting everyone. Yeah. And playing just, an LMFAO, like progressive house remix that you cringe at at the, at the height of its popularity here. But, yeah. Like playing like Calvin uh, Harris, a Wooga, right? Something like something old. from like 2000. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, or just stuff that it's like, Oh wow. They're still making these records. Because I haven't, you know, it's, this is a new song and they have a new remix of this, but yeah. I didn't know that this genre even still existed. And you just, you have to decide what are you going to play for them? You know how it is? Like when you walk into any club, you have to decide are you going to play for them or are you going to play for you? Mm-hmm. And when you walk into something that's that divided from what you do, that's a big question you got to, like, I can't even count how many times I've been playing spots in China where I'll play what i like that's like that and the second the dj who gets on after me plugs in a usb hits play on to me personal opinion personal preference the most cringy thing ever and the place goes nuts right so you know who's wrong in that situation it's i feel like sometimes las vegas even here like in the past maybe year or two it seems like vegas itself the nightclubs were stuck in this era and was forcing this kind of like this music and like all of these, like all the bells and whistles of what they thought was necessary for a big club. Like they were just forcing that shit and continuing this era that was like dead. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And we were like, yeah. oh, we like everyone wants to play hip hop. Now we have to make like these EDM remixes of hip hop songs just to create these big moments in these big rooms that mm-hmm. like, you know, maybe like. That maybe no one would normally listen to, but you know who who am I to say that? You know that's just me and myself. But and I think it's interesting how you guys you just brought up that point about streaming uh, and how it kind of destroys all of this a little bit. 
the live stream. It kind of destroys this and almost resets it to that to the point where from here on out to when clubs start opening up again, DJs might be able to dictate what gets played in the new in the in these clubs when they reopen a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a little. I think uh I think even the clubs are gonna have a hard time trying to break from their own comfort format. You right. Know? But we've, we just, the bottom line is we've never had a world event in our generation like this. Never. So creatively, that's when the, some of the best art gets made. So we got to take advantage, right? Right. And if it goes well, then really cool things can happen. I don't know if it's going to be that easy with, you know, mainstream clubs, for example. Mm-hmm. But like, look at it from maybe like a producer hard ticket uh, environment. You know, right now is when brand new genres can be made, new uh, or existing genres that weren't popular become popular. And suddenly, like, when everything, quote unquote, goes back to normal, the, those people doing the bookings might take a chance on something that never would have happened before this all started. Right. It's That's just, cool. yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that we're going to be able to, but if there was ever a time to try, now is, now is that time. Yeah, this seems like, know, yeah. Go ahead. You know what's funny as fuck, though? Like, Right now is the only time where it's acceptable to talk to the DJ while the DJ is DJing. <laughs> That's a good point. Encouraged. Hey. It's encouraged. Yeah, and DJs are hella cool with it. Hey, who's in the chat? What's up? What's up? <laughs> okay, so what, so what happens? I don't think you could do that shit when quarantine's over. <laughs> Just think, what if they do? They're all coming up like, oh, come on, man. Yeah, that'd be a weird yeah. thing, right? That'd be that'd be an interesting process for hey, these y'all, motherfuckers. Y'all are not getting a shout out when this shit's over. All right, I'll shout you out now, but we, we're we're in the club. Don't think it's all good. <laughs> You're right. It's <laughs> such a it's such a like it's like the anti of what any DJ wants, and now we're like we need it for the live stream. We're I like, know. yeah, we need the engagement now. You know what I mean? That's crazy. <laughs> but no i think you're right i think i think you both of you guys are right i think this might be the only time the djs might be able to take control and reset what's being played out there and what is expected of a dj in a in a quote-unquote club or a party environment i think that's yeah. great yeah you can I mean, get people excited about a record you're playing on a live stream then why can't you get them excited about it at a club i mean well, it may be a little bit different though right i just think in a club I mean, you have to you have to appease yeah. to so many people at once. So it's like you have to kind of like uh, not dumb it down, but you have to like find a common ground, right? Yeah, like those big, big ass rooms like Vegas Club with all the production behind it. Right. Maybe not the place to take a chance on. <laughs> this, I don't know. This is who I am. Listen to who I am. Like, this you is might have I to ask like uh, someone else that question because i'm not really in those rooms but yeah. if i was i don't know if i would i would take the chance like that but zach is zach is I, i've heard zach you know uh at tau a few times just rocking it really working yeah. his ass off really working his yeah. ass off and just switching genres and but yeah you don't really change your style too much like you're, you're not playing music that you don't want to hear or that you you know no you know? yeah no i i try not to I mean, believe me, there's moments where I'm like, hmm, I should, I should probably play that song, but I don't usually, right. I've been, I've been, I've been reprimanded for getting a little, little too weird, but <laughs> <laughs> not anymore, but, uh, no, I don't know. I, I'm kind of a bad one to talk to about that. Cause I'm, 
not afraid to play a song that's going to completely suck the energy out of the room and just say fuck it and then build it back up. Um, but I don't know, like Jay, how do you think it's been for you on your uh, on your new journey as as a Steve House DJ? Uh... I'd like no, because I've been wondering. So we talk about this a lot. Obviously, you've got stuff that you like to play right now, and it's different from what a lot of people are used to you playing in the past. You know, they they remember you as maybe like a trick based uh, rap and open format and party club DJ. Yeah, and 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 lately you've been way more to play in house and like you know, uh, real feel good like body moving cool shit. So. I'm sure there's plenty of times you'll go into a room and what's outlandish for you to be playing doesn't seem all that outlandish. It just is a big change of pace from what they're used to. So how have you been dealing with that? Or how were you dealing with it? Uh, Well, like I've had, I've like failed miserably at certain parties and then some, sometimes it goes over fucking great. Mm. Um, And I, I've really just been sticking to what, what's making me happy right now. But like, for example, I think uh, this promoter that I, I've worked with for years in San Francisco reached out to me to book me. And before I said yes, I, we kind of had a little talk and I was just basically telling him, like, like, I don't want to come into your party and like fuck the vibe up for you. Because if you're consistently trying to do like hip hop night and it's and that's what it is, like, that's cool. But I'm, I'm not going to like come in and just play like a regular because it's not like a theme night. What he does it's just like, you know. People probably go there and they expect to hear the same shit. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they don't. I don't know. But I told him I wasn't going to go in there and do the same shit. So, and I was like, I don't want to fuck your party up. And he was like, oh, no, that's dope. Come in here and do you. So I was like, okay. But I let him know, like the guy who was putting money in my pocket. Right. We had to talk first. And then uh, I went in there and had fun. So even when you have, when you, you're on like, what, what would you call this? Like a new direction musically? I guess you could say that because but I'm not because most DJs what they would do is they would they would balance it all out. They would do like, oh, I'll do a mainstream, I'll do this mainstream party, and then I'll do this and I'll do this, and then this is kind of what I where I want to go. So I'm going to do that in this lane, but you're just kind of just focused on this new lane, which is probably playing more house or, um, and so like to for you when you when you try to play house and it doesn't go over, are you does it kind of like, you know, demotivate you? Um, Are you distraught? It, it, you know what I mean? No, nah, you know what? Like, uh, and it's it's all judgment too. Like, for example, bro, I, I, I started, okay, so I, I went into this club I was playing at not too long ago. And the DJ on me before me was literally playing like every fucking hot hip hop record that's out. Like all the current shit, even the classic shit, like and it was one of those, like, I was supposed to be on. And he was like, hey, bro, let, I'm going to just play, like, three more songs. <laughs> I'm like, that'll, all right. That'll and, move. <laughs> and then, you know, the last three songs that he played were, like, that shit. Like, the new hot shit. And in my head, I was like, thank God he's doing this. Because this is perfect. Because now I'm going to just, he's, he's getting this shit out the way. I'm going to do, do some different shit. Mm. So I went on and I completely reset it. Like, like, literally, whatever record he was playing, I, like, stopped the music. And just like went left, and they were not fucking with it. <laughs> <laughs> it 
But then, so so that's cool. Like, did I'm you, not. One did of you those... get on the mic and say like, "Hey, yo, what's up?" You know, I'm Jess Benoza. Yeah, yeah, I did all that that typical like yeah, yeah. you know. So I just basically said what's up to everybody. Like, yo, what's up? Like, talk to people. I don't, yeah. I don't. I'm not like a huge MC guy, but yeah. when I talk on the mic, I just, I just talk like talk to people. Right. Um, so it put me. It, it challenged me to like, all right, I got to get these motherfuckers back. But but then I also I also think like you have to be patient because a lot of people like if you play a song and it doesn't work you panic and then you go to your go tos right like, like oh shit I need to play Montel Jordan right now to get the people back or mm-hmm. whatever your fucking go to record is that you know is gonna work right if I sometimes like I have somewhere I want to go and I'll be patient and then normally like I'll get there versus just going to my my go to oh shit this song didn't work panic mode play sweetie i know everybody's gonna fucking start dancing you know yeah, what I mean? yeah but yeah that that reset didn't work i've done it before and it's been great it just depends on i think the people there and the the songs that you that you choose the ones that you select to play how do, how do you guys feel because you guys have earned obviously the place that you guys are in your careers i mean i don't think anyone questions that at all you guys have all earned the privilege to be in this um you guys have all earned a privilege to be in this situation where you guys can kind of experiment with music and do all of these experimental things. But what do you guys say to all of these working DJs that could get fired for doing this? You know what I mean? Like, well, there's a difference with like, you could, you could, uh, like how you said we've worked to get where we could do certain things. Right. But like maybe, are it, it most importantly if you're because the reason why i say boss, this the reason why i say this is because i know a lot of working djs that will listen to you and they'd be like man fuck this guy if i do that shit i'm gonna lose my gigs you know what i well, mean well your boss has to trust you most importantly right because becky doesn't give a fuck who you are is becky the new word for like the whack crowd now <laughs> i just said becky i don't know what, what her name could be anything you know what i'm saying though like there's there's gonna be people who, who are there that probably don't know who you are to a regular working class DJ person. But if you're, if your boss who's the, your employer has faith in you, then you can get away with a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people might not understand that if somebody hires you, like somebody does have some faith in you, obviously, unless you're just like a fucking some, I'm going to say maybe some people don't, but you're just another DJ and that's life and they, repla- and they could fucking replay. They feel like they could replace you, but why you want to work for people like that? Interesting. I don't. I don't think in in some cases. I was talking to, like, I don't know. I I'm I'm curious to see your perspectives on this. I I've been speaking to some DJs. They've been reaching out to me, and they're going through anxiety because their whole identity has been being a club DJ or a working DJ. So these past two to three weeks, they haven't been working. They feel like they're losing their their identity. Does that make sense to a certain degree? Because they're not out at clubs? Yeah, because they're not DJing in the clubs and they're kind of questioning like, holy shit, like this was like... Well, maybe that's... Yeah. Maybe that's uh, maybe there's a silver lining there. Maybe that's what it takes for people to realize that there should be more than just... Oh, I got to grab a power cord real fast because my laptop's going to die. I'll be right back. Okay, cool. Yeah. Go ahead. All right, now that he's, now that he's gone. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, no, I think that, uh, that maybe that's the silver lining. That's the wake-up call that they need to remember that or to realize that uh, maybe they should be doing more than just going to the club and playing the 10 biggest songs and taking the shots and 
accepting their what I don't know, good or not good check for that weekend, and then doing it all over again. Yeah, yeah. I I really do wonder. I mean, I'm in no position to to judge anybody. We all gotta hustle the way, and you can. I know where you're gonna go with this after, but I don't think that I'm not in any position to judge how people make their money during the club circuit you know if you have the luxury of being in the same exact club thursday friday saturday sunday every week week in week out and that's your bread and butter then that's tight and actually i know a lot of people who do that who do it so well because uh because they have to be in the same venue with the same crowd and they have to keep it fresh right they don't do the same things every night or or each weekend you mm-hmm. know they are constantly refreshing it so that's why I don't necessarily judge uh, how people are making their money because there's pros and cons to everything. But what I do think is cool is if they're having that anxiety now that they're not in the club and they feel like they have no social identity or no or no creative identity, well, that's maybe that's what it's going to take for them to do more. Mm-hmm. Because doing more than just the minimum is always going to help. I mean, that's really how... That's, I think that's how any of us got to where we were was just by doing more than the minimum. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, you know how this is, you and I talk about this constantly, the, the planning and the, the strategy behind something that may seem effortless, you know, nothing is really effortless. Right. I and mean, if it is, there's, if it is, it still takes, uh, a controlled mind to present it. So, or, or I, don't know, I think it's, yeah. Or if like, someone's been doing it for so long it seems effortless but you weren't there during the experimental phase of like the first six months to a year of them figuring it out yeah there's so many people that their whole their whole image is based on just being themselves and it being casual but if you really break down what they're doing right oh man that is that is strategy that is like a plan that's whether it's teamwork or what i mean look at somebody like kenny beats I think he is like the shining star right now for what's happening because mm-hmm. that dude, I mean, his whole thing is don't overthink shit and he is very casual and very himself, but everything he does is just churning out stuff and it's all hitting and it's just incredible. So I'll just use that as one example, but yeah, nothing's nothing's really ever without effort, but uh, man, that's great. I think people should get a little sh- shaken up and should feel a little uneasy because right. Maybe it'll make them do something they would never have done had they been in their comfort zone. Damn, Isn't yeah. that what people always say is like, get out of your comfort zone? That's what everybody always says is the, the fastest way to create, to get out of your comfort zone. Yeah, yeah. Or like, it's the same idea of like travel, you know, it's it's the same concept. It's, so, it's funny because these people that hit me up with anxiety saying like, what should I do? And they, and they felt compelled to go on IG, you know, Instagram live. They're like, I need to go on Instagram live. I need to go on Instagram live. Everyone's doing okay. it. And I go feel ahead. like I kind of gave them bad advice. Cause I was like, dude, I mean, you ain't got to do shit right now. Like, right. I was just I, like, I actually, you know, I agree with you there. And that's, I think if you're going to get me saying anything, uh, critical of the IG live stuff, yeah, it's that it's that it's, 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 I don't necessarily think that, uh, if I open IG Live right now, let's just see. I mean, there's shit tons of people going live. I mean, everybody's going live. Right. I, I guarantee very few of those have really sat down and thought, what am I contributing by getting online? Yeah. And 
I was I was telling them don't go on IG live because everyone's doing it and don't go on right. IG live because of a desperation you're feeling. But that's then, the worst reason know. to do anything. Right. Is but desperation, yeah. you can smell it. And it never and it never the the the, the stench of desperation is never when great moments are made, you know? There's a, I mean, there's a difference Sometimes, yeah. when your back's, when your back's against the wall right. and you're playing Hail Mary, that's different. Mm -hmm. But when you're like, oh no, people haven't been seeing me. Right. Then you got to like go on live and like, that's, you know, I'm not telling anybody not to do it. I just hope that, or I would just, if, if I could give any advice, it's just give it a couple minutes of thought, give it some thought. What am I going to contribute? What, what's the purpose of going on live right now? Yeah. Can I, can I present something that maybe isn't just directly feeding into people looking at my face and feeding my ego? Then, then by all means, continue. But then that jumps into the, the thing that you had brought up before we jumped on the call, which is the Capri thing, right? The Yeah, Kid like, Capri, yeah. Yeah, I just like I don't judge anybody for how they were doing in the club circuit or why they're getting on live as long as they're doing it from the heart and with, with some sort of uh, self-awareness i mean what do you think about people accepting donations from their streams uh, espinoza what do you think did of you see donations that kid on, capri thing yeah you saw it right the kid capri well basically if, for those yeah. who didn't see it or or hear about it kid capri went on ig live and he was doing it all weekend and then recently this week earlier this week he said you know i i really don't i don't think I saw a lot of DJs, you know, pushing their cash app, their Venmo, and I don't think that's appropriate right now at this time to be asking motherfuckers for money when everyone's losing their jobs and some motherfuckers are even dying. Um, and then Scratch kind of commented on his video saying like, yo, who are you to judge these DJs who need to make a living and have families to take care of and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I'm one of the DJs that had my cash, up, cash app out and I actually donated to a bunch of other DJs. And he's like, you know, these working DJs got to work. And then there were just tons of comments on basically Kid Capri's uh, Instagram saying like, like all, it was like it was like working DJs against Kid Capri, which I never thought would happen. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, that was basically just to just to wrap it up a little bit. Um, what do you think about that? Back a little bit, huh? But he tried to walk it back a little bit. But. I mean, he he basically said it. And I, I agree with this. If, you, if you're a high-profile DJ and you're kind of rich or you're comfortable and you're a big dog and you're putting your cash app out there, it's inappropriate a little bit, kind of like right now. But he's like, he, but I think he just said right now it's inappropriate. <laughs> but if you want to get paid later on, I just don't think, like, I don't think this is going to get any better, though. I don't think, like, the pandemic's going to get better. So, like, there isn't going to be an appropriate time to, you know, solicit tips for DJing, for DJ performances on Instagram Live. I think if, if you need the money now, you got to put it out now. You know what I mean? Like, you got to do it now. Um, but I don't know. Espinosa, what's your thoughts, man? I mean, I don't know how... Uh, they, they have that unemployment shit going on. Like, people can sign up and, and get money from the government, like yeah. people who are DJs. So there is things being done to help the non-working people right now. Some some uh, of them, yeah. Some of them. Some. Yeah, I don't know... If I don't know how I haven't every state haven't, every state is different almost I think sometimes yeah yeah so I don't know all the details about that but I know there are things being done to help yeah um for me I'm not putting up my shit but if somebody 
like I've had people ask me if um, if I would do sets for their Instagram pages and they've asked me how much to char- how much would I charge them? Yeah. Um, and I think for right now, like if somebody wants to put up some money, I'm not doing no gigs. I'm looking at that like it's a gig. So, yeah, yeah. So uh, like I think that's a cool idea. Mm-hmm. Um, if somebody asks me, what's your cash app? I want to send you money like I, I don't know. I feel kind of funny about it, but. I don't see no difference in like somebody go- coming up to you while you're playing live and giving you a tip. Like what's the difference? Right. Right. But I'm not, I'm not promoting like me personally. I'm not going to be like, Hey, here's my cash app. But if, if somebody does that, I mean, Hey, it's t- to each their own, you know, like I'm not judging nobody for it. Yeah. I don't feel any type of way about it myself. It yeah. doesn't bother me. I saw it and I didn't really say, cause honestly, man, like I don't know what motherfuckers are going through. And some DJs yeah, out there. I don't know what people are going through. So yeah. I can't I can't fucking tell somebody to like not try to get money right now. You know, uh you know, like uh I used to have multiple staff like employees. I used to have like a lot of like different like locations and companies and warehouses and expenses. So I can just imagine when if like my business was failing, I could I can't even imagine the desperation I'd be feeling. Do you know what I'm saying? And how I would be reacting, knowing that I had to take care of all of these people, and I think some of these DJs, with like you know, who's taking care of a wife and and kids and stuff like that, you know, who am I to judge a single motherfucker? Like, I'm in no place to judge a motherfucker like that. And if anything, if he's gonna get paid off of that, I salute. Like, I fucking, I I, I big that shit up. If anything, you know what I mean? I just yeah, think. Well, man, you know what? Go ahead. Uh, what what I did agree with what he said. What Kid Capri said was. Um, like DJing is a service. So yeah. we're here for, we're here as a service to people to, for people to take their minds off of whatever they're going through. So, so his point was like, we're not supposed to be here for people to want to come watch us DJ and feel like they have to pay us to watch us DJ. We're supposed to be here to take their mind off of them needing the money. So mm-hmm. for that, for if you're doing it for the love and for the passion and, and just to be of service to people while they're going through these tough times, I think that's pretty fucking cool yeah yeah. If, if you're in a position to do that like if you are well off enough to where you don't have to work for a couple months and you'll be all right then then i fuck with it i fuck with that too but yeah, yeah. like you said you can't tell somebody not to you don't know what they're going through you know i can't yeah it's like it's a really good that's a really good point you can't like you know you can't be on a high horse and like judge a bunch of motherfuckers and not know what their everyday life struggles are it's just it's just crazy and then I, on Twitter, I kind of like, I've been seeing a lot of DJs saying, um, I don't know if they're younger or older, but a lot of them are are so, like, they're putting so much pressure on themselves with this downtime. They're like, if you don't come out of this, if you don't come out uh, of this pandemic or this quarantine and you ain't a dope de- a doper DJ by the end of this shit, oh, like, yeah, you might as well, well like, you might as well quit. Like you whack, you like get out of the way, and I was just like, yo, like that's my homie. I think I think one Shout of my friends did that. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? You know what? The thing is, I wasn't even mad at him saying that to himself. Does that make sense? Yeah, maybe he was sure. saying it to himself. Yeah, yeah. Like, and that's the thing is that I well, I think, in, and that's the thing about Twitter is that I like you said, sometimes you tweet and you talk to yourself. Yeah, exactly. But it, you know, for, it comes off to like I think if I was a younger DJ and I saw that. And or if I was a DJ going through some shit, like maybe I had a family member in, in, in the hospital or maybe, you know, 
I was taking care of, a, I had a bunch of bills and I was, I had to move out of my crib and I had to move in with my mom's or if I had to downsize and I had to take care of a bunch of different shit, you know, yeah. that would give me anxiety. Like, holy shit, all of these other people are going to be ahead of me and I'm going to be irrelevant and out of work. Does that make sense? And it was just like, it's one of those things where I feel I, I, with DJs hitting me up with all this anxiety, like, do I have to go on IG Live? Like, what do I do? Like, I'm a club DJ. Am I going to get phased out? Like, to me, I'm just like, like, fam, you're a club dude. You've been in this for 10 to 20 to 30 years. When these clubs open up, they're going to call you first. They know you're the guy that can handle these rooms. So mm-hmm. if anything, you're you're okay. Like, relax for a little bit. If you are going to do an IG Live, or if you are going to, and, and you know what? You don't have to do an Instagram Live. And this is one of the things I wanted to tell them was like, I was like, yo, when was the last time you updated your website? When was the last time you updated your bio? You know what I'm saying? Like, when's the last time you, you did all of these little things? Where's your EPK? Do you got EPK? No, I got that. You know, like there's all of these little things. Yo, fam, have you finished your taxes? Do you know how to do QuickBooks? Have you done all of these? There's all of these things during this downtime that we never have time for that we can actually take care of. So I'm like, dude, don't just think you got to do IG Live. Like, you know, there's other shit that you can tackle that's behind the scenes that motherfuckers need to tackle right now. Like, I, you know, I, I was just I was just on um, FaceTime with MoMA and MoMA's learning gospel chords on his keyboard two to uh, two to four hours a day. Of course he is. Do you of know what I'm saying? When, when yeah. would you have that downtime? Right? Yeah, I know. When would you have time to study <laughs> keys? Like I'm looking, he's got like scribbled notes, like five pages of notes, like studying keys and chords. And he's like, wow. dude, I would never have any other, I would never have the time to do this any, any other time. So yeah. he's like, I'm going to, I'm going to like tackle all of these gospel chords and just yeah. learn how to play piano even better. And, and I'm just like, yo, yeah, that's, you know what I mean? Like, that's the kind of shit that I like to see and I like to like put out those options to people. Like it doesn't have to be just be a live stream or Instagram live or or mix. Like there's other things that you guys can tackle to prepare for, you know, just to, just to just to take advantage of the time that you have right now. You know, honestly, uh, it's person to person. I don't think that there's right. one I don't think there's any any correct answer on this and that's we all got to accept that. That's why I don't think like taking a strong stance like maybe Capri took about the whole tips thing is, you know, I don't think there's exceptions to every rule. You know, if somebody wants to hop on, like if Jay hopped on right now and, and started playing with no thought given, Who? bet your ass I'd be watching. Who? If Espinoza jumped on, oh. Jay Espinoza. If he, was, if he was playing right now with no thought given, he was just selecting records and going, of course I would watch. But that has a lot to do with who he is and, and what he already offers. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, I'm not. I don't want to like belittle anybody, anybody else's stuff. But like, not everybody has. Uh, not everybody can captivate the same way somebody like he could. You know, right. and I do think that jumping on because you're afraid that you're uh, losing your public face, you know, your your place in the world is not necessarily the right reason mm-hmm. if you're jumping on for the love like for example uh uh fashion yeah on yesterday we were talking about yeah because i hadn't i hadn't seen his lives and uh he just happened to be on it so i jumped on and it was dope he was playing cool stuff and mm-hmm. you, you were saying how each time he's playing different kinds of stuff and that's great i yeah. mean obviously when fashion plays he is playing he he loves to play 
Right. And whether or not people are watching him, he probably doesn't care. And that's great. But that's uh, the that's the great thing about a fashion where because right. he loves that's, DJing, and when you watch him DJ, you can see him loving DJing and loving what yes. he's playing. And so, like, yes, I don't even like some of the the music choices or some of the songs in some cases. But right. I just I'm so I'm I'm like enjoying watching him play it and watching him enjoy it. I'm like, wow, right. this guy's different, really different yeah. re- d- different reasons for everything. For another example is I was I just watched J Rock yesterday. Mm-hmm. And you know, I could watch that dude twenty four hour live stream. You yeah, know, yeah. like he, he went on yesterday. He was he was on for some uh, B junkie stuff. Shit, but, missed it. I mean, it just it just goes to show that it's it's case dependent. You know, not everybody has that ability. I'm honestly, I don't jump on like that because I'm not sure that I would do that. I wouldn't. You know, it's not. I know that my strengths lie probably elsewhere, and that's just it's just being self aware and understanding. Um, Maybe it's too self-aware, but not not everybody needs to go jump on and just like give some like unthought through thing. But some people obviously can, and it's great. Yeah. Um. So, you know, back to the no judgment thing. I, it's just know what maybe know what your strengths are and know what makes you special. That's about it, right? Yeah. I was actually telling motherfuckers, and I felt like an asshole. I'm like, they're like, man, D Nice just went on. This guy went on. Like I could go on, I could do what they're doing. I'm like, yeah, but <laughs> oh, but no, I was I was so. like I was like fam, no. I was like fam. No. You probably know more music and you can probably spin better than D Nice, but you don't have his outreach. You know, That's and, a, and people it, don't it, even know who D Nice is, yeah. bro. Like he's not just a fucking DJ. No, exactly. Yeah. That's like that. Okay, I'm glad you brought that up because I I've had his shit went viral off of DJing. Yeah, but. People don't know his background and they don't no. know like anything about him. Well, a lot of people do, but I'm gonna say the majority of his new people who know him now from no. this IG live shit have no idea about him or no. what he's done. I don't care how cool the live stream I ever do is Michelle Obama's not hopping in my Michelle, in my yeah. Stream. That's not even the that's the least of Oprah, happening. like every yeah, yeah, every yeah. powerful <laughs> right. celebrity and so, uh and I, I think that's another reason why I it's hard for me not to scoff when I hear people bring up the D nice example, mm-hmm. massive achievement, singular achievement. You know what I'm saying? But like, people, people also don't know that, you know, I was telling a lot of people, I'm like, fam, he was in those circles. He was doing yeah. white house events. This he was, a- he was doing the Oscars. He was doing all of the shit. He w- just, people didn't know about him. You know what I'm saying? People don't, obviously people don't know that he was in BDP and all this other shit, you know? And he was a rapper himself. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, yo, there's like, this dude is in those worlds. He is a celebrity DJ to me. He's more than that, obviously, but I would coin him, uh, in his, in, in his profession right now, a celebrity DJ and he's crossed over to become, you know, I don't know. Like I was going to say he might be the biggest DJ in America right now. You know what I'm saying? To a certain degree, 2 million before, before this live shit or after the, after live? this live shit, you know, when you have Oprah co-signing you and fucking telling you and you know. And Mark Zuckerberg in your fucking, you know what I mean? Letty, like, it, it's kind of a crazy moment. So I think, you know, to compare yourself to that, when you've, when you've never built any kind of, like, um, market for yourself to, to live stream or to build a following for yourself and to start it now, I think you got to take a little time and, like, really think about how you're going to approach it. You can't just jump into it. I wouldn't do that. You know what I mean? 
yeah, yeah. I was going to just go casually and sign on, but then I started to think it. And now I think I'm overthinking it. Right. And now I'm like, fuck, why am I overthinking it? Like, why don't well, I? Just- <clears throat> there's that too. It's the pitfall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I haven't gone on yet. So like, I'm ready. I I'm like, I could fire my shit up. Good. I had my homie make a little graphic for me. Like I got a flyer. Like, I'm like, this turned into me just going, ah, fuck it. Me and Zach having this conversation about just, just sign on, like, just be casual, be, be like, uh, you know, like it, it's really, it's, it's just you. It's raw. You could fuck up. I, I, I went to that conversation to like, I put a set together and had artwork made. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I, I just I just I'm wish <laughs> I just wish I wish there was some way everyone could get coordinated and do time slots so not everyone's at the same time. If everyone uh, could just kind hey, of, if we, one we, of my homies had that idea, when I'm probably gonna do it with them. Yeah. Um, um, I don't know if he'll get mad for me sharing this. I don't think he will because I think this idea helps everybody. It could. Yeah. We're gonna do like a club slot, like time slot. So. Like I'll go on my IG and basically I think you can put in your pin, you can pin like a message. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to go on from seven to eight and then from eight to nine, go to this guy's page and then I'll stop right when I'm done. And then I'll, I'll push everybody to go there. Right. They could do a set. And then when he's done, he'll push it to go to the next person. And it's like, it's like being at a club and different DJs, you know? Yeah. I, I personally wish I could like put together a set list and give people days and shit and times. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, well, you, some people have you been doing on, that. Man. They have been doing some that. Some people have been doing that. Yeah, like one four three did that recently. Okay. Um, uh, what was the uh, a bunch of a bunch of? It's usually parties that will throw them. No, but so I'm saying say, like hey, I want I want to like I want to control yeah, like yeah. all the DJs and be like, all right, yeah, sure, sure, sure. You got well, Friday. <laughs> the problem is some DJs are are like way more organized and structured, and some people are just signing on like fucking randomly, and then right. some guys are like, hey, every Wednesday at one. Mm-hmm. So you got to know everybody's schedule, and then there are going to be people who, like, I can't tell you I'm going to go on at a certain time. Like, I just have to go on when I feel like going on. Right. Which is the star here, guys? It's what he wants. Okay. No, like I like I've been wanting to go on, but like I don't know I, I don't know why I'm like scared to just fucking hit go live. Is, this is this is like the same mentality of like uh like someone who does like sex webcam, right? I, I'm just going to go on when I go on. I'm trying it out for the first time, a little bit. Showing right? off feet. <laughs> no pressure. Oh. I'm just gonna play with a bunch of toys and see what happens. You know, casually. Wow. No. Wow. <laughs> Wait, hold on. What's up? Yeah. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> just like that, yo. And, um, you know, trying to get trying to get the advice from. Uh, what do you call? It? Actually, I want to I want to move on from this because I feel like we've been talking about IG Live for an hour. But uh, you guys were in Hawaii, right, for the do over? Yeah, and yeah, it man. was like, uh, what do you call it? You, Best party to go out on. Yeah, that was in uh, what was that February? Yeah, that was February of this year. Yeah, uh, it was like Valentine's weekend. And and then you guys were spinning together. How was that do over? Because it seemed epic. It seemed amazing. I wasn't even supposed to, to play that day, by the way. That was not like me officially being there. Oh shit! You just you but just yeah, I ended up, But I ended up. Tell, being, tell them how it's done. Tell them. Tell them what happened. Uh, Zach had like the greatest set ever. No, that's not, <laughs> no, tell, no, that's not, no, tell them. Uh, the story goes that they posted that it was happening, and Jay hit our homie Chris Cam, DJ Delve, aka greatest DJ of all time. 
um, and we'll just ask them, you, you, are you playing do over, right? Mm-hmm. And then you're like, fuck it, I'm just gonna go. Yeah, you didn't know who was gonna be there. I didn't know you were gonna be there. You, you didn't, yeah, you were just like, oh, do over. And I didn't know I was gonna okay. be there. Right. Wait, so you were in Hawaii? You flew over there just for the fuck of it? Yeah, no, I, I was gonna go to Hawaii to go to the do over. Oh, like I sure. wanted to just, I wanted to just go. Zach has been telling me how great of a DJ Delve is mm-hmm. for like the fucking longest. Yeah, plug, plug, I finally plug, just, plug, plug. Like, I, I finally had enough, and I was like, man, fuck this. I need to go see this guy DJ. And why not go to Hawaii to the do over to see him DJ? Nice, nice. Yeah, that's. And then it was Valentine's weekend. Like I, I took my girl. Like it was the perfect like. I got to go to the do-over, take my girl to Hawaii for the weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, um, so I don't what I don't remember the rest. What Zach? Like, did I? How did I find out? You, you hit me. You hit me, and I refused to tell you. <laughs> oh yeah, he like, was being. A are you gonna dick. be? In, are you gonna be in Hawaii? I'm like. So I'm the do-over, know. like they don't. You're not supposed to tell anybody that you're there. Mm. It's like secret. But I mean, I I don't know. I thought <laughs> Zach was my boy, and he would tell me if he was fucking DJing a party. <laughs> and he was being all fucking weird about it. That's kind of crazy. I knew he had already. I knew I already had his ticket. I knew that it's not like whatever I, my response was would change anything. Yeah, I already. I already knew <laughs> he was going to be there. His tickets if he heard I was going. <laughs> yeah, Del told me you're going to be there. So fuck off. So Damn. so Jay uh, how, Jay, how was it uh, listening to uh, Four Color Zach's epic set that night? <laughs> I was just sitting there holding a fucking warm beer, like. Like what the fuck is going on right now? It was the craziest party, dude. Like, it seemed it, crazy. I just saw like I saw videos yeah. videos of it. Uh, I didn't listen yeah. to the mix yet. I want to listen to the live mix um, that you posted, uh, Zach. Did you see the clip that Zach posted about like it was like a highlight reel? Yeah, I I got the uh, MOP Annie up section. I got definitely got the Celine Dion um, <laughs> section. <laughs> there was a couple other sections that were great. Yeah. So, so that that's how the entire like day was. All yeah, throughout the energy was like everybody's. Wow, everybody's set. If if Delve would have had a highlight reel in his set, it would have been fucking (laughs) insane. Yeah. Wow. Andre Power. Andre Power. Andre Power played. Yeah, like Chris. Chris and Jamie from Do Over. Nuts. I mean. Wow. Yeah, it was wild. Chris and Jamie play some fucking shit. Yeah. Amazing stuff. My homie from San Diego who just moved to Hawaii, um, shot to Todd. Um, he actually used to do the bookings at Stingery, if you guys remember, in San Diego. Oh, yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But uh, he was there, and he was like, he was like, it was the best. Was he like, mm-hmm. No, he was like, he was just floored. He was like, this is the best DJ sets I've ever heard in my life. Wait, uh, from who? Uh, Todd. That my boy that was there. No, he, who who's who was who was playing? He was just everybody. He was like it was just like it was just the the most amazing energy and like the most amazing music he's heard in like. Oh, years. sorry. You, you said he was at the Hawaii Do Over. Yeah, he was there. He lives there now. Oh. He lives in Hawaii, and he said it was like the most amazing music and the most amazing sets and the most amazing energy. He's never seen energy like that in his life. Yeah. See, that, like that's what we're trying to push. I'm not, I'm gonna say like parties like the Do Over have have inspired me to like like why why does it only have to be at the do-over like that like why can't you bring that same type of energy to other parties Mm -hmm. well then it it wouldn't be as special though i mean i think i think a larger majority of the world isn't like that of the country maybe more so the country 
the larger majority. I'm, try- I'm just trying to find the people who like that shit. Yeah, it's obviously not the people who are still going out and at beaches and pools right now instead of being quarantined, right? Those aren't the people. Yeah. I would think. Good lordy. Good lordy. Zach, how yeah. was that? How was that night? You know, it's crazy. I've gotten lucky enough to have a couple, a couple like that, where you look around and everything you like, you feel infallible. You know, there's that. We all have felt it right. once or twice. Mm-hmm. I got a couple. I got a couple like that that have happened, and it's that moment where you think like, you kind of can do no wrong. You're you are. I mean, we kind of we got pretty loose, didn't we, Jay? I got pretty fucked. <laughs> hey yo, pause. But we. I, th- I thought we could make it through one without that. Uh, um, I was whispering uh, a few pauses earlier, but you know. Yeah, of course you were. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, it's like it, it rarely happens, but we all try to get to that where like everything feels like it works. You feel like you're mentally in the same zone as them. And it felt great. It was awesome. Uh, I went and listened back to the recording, and definitely towards the end, it was a little. Like, <laughs> I chopped it short. Let's just say that that's not the full set <laughs> oh, online. But, uh, but it was tight. And then, like, when me and Jay went back to back, it was so much fun. It was. Just... Oh, we went back to back? Really? Pause. Jay, yeah. would, you, would, would you agree with Zach that you guys got loose and went back to back together? Yeah. Uh oh. <laughs> not feeding into your bullshit, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to make it seem like it was a. It was the greatest time of all. Yeah. No, no. But what I will. So me and Zach were supposed to do a back to back after. Like it was going to be the last the last part of the night. And then Winky showed up. What happened? And then Winky (laughs) showed up. (laughs) So I I hooked my I hooked my laptop up and I played a few records. Zach played a record. I played a record. And then I looked over. And Zach was gone. That's nice. No. I would have done the never, same thing. I would have done the same never, fucking thing. <laughs> and he never came back. No, I would have okay, done the so same here, fucking thing, yo. Here's what happened. Here's what happened. <laughs> the reality of what happened. So I was playing, and they said, like, well, Jay's going to jump on towards the end. And I, and I thought, tight, that would be great. It'll, I mean, like, I'm going to gas out, and he's going to, like, take this to the next level. But then the idea was, well, you guys will do, like, a back-to-back. But yeah, yeah, yes. That's great. That's what we'll do. In the process of in, no, no. In the process of me doing my solo set and getting a little, I'd lost track of time. And at one point, I turn around and I look at Chris from Do Over, and he's like, "Hey, man, <laughs> Jay still needs to go on." <laughs> and so, I, of course, I was like, "Jay, hop on." Oh, shit, I'm sorry, I, I lost track of time. Get up here. And so he hops up. We start. We we probably went back to back for what? Like realistically. We went. We did the back and forth thing for probably like eight quick songs, right? Would you say that that's probably about true? It's a little high, but all right. Oh come on, it wasn't that. High. But then I felt bad because I had gone over my time, so I thought, you know what? They don't need to see me. They've been seeing me, and he's killing it. So I'm just gonna play in the background. And I was trying to be a good friend. I was trying to not hog any spotlight. I was trying to let him shine. I was trying to let him. I was trying to let the peacock fly. Hey. You know, he had like fresh new haircut. He had like a <laughs> fancy shirt. He needed. He needed some time. You know, like put him on the stage. I already wiped down the pole for him. You know. So basically, uh, so basically, Zach was feeling himself. Went over his time right, and was super gassed up. And then you guys were supposed to go back to back, and he just said, "Nah, I'm just gonna drop the mic." And let no. Jay and let Jay pick up the pieces, 
Cause this I waited. <laughs> is that what he did? Is that what he did to you, Jay? Hey, you can, you you know can, what I did? can interpret that any way you want it. You know what I did? I did. That's how you felt, though, right, Jay? That's how you felt. That's how you felt. He did to me, and I did what he did to me in Singapore. Oh, okay. Uh, so what happened in Singapore, Jay? So Jay got gassed up in Singapore, <laughs> dropped the mic on you, and just left. Is that what he did? I was standing behind Jay with my laptop <laughs> open for like two hours. For legit two hours. Like, I'm not even joking. Like, poking him on the shoulder, like, yo, hook up, hook up. Two hours. And he'd just be like, nah, nah. <laughs> I don't know. Just, he was going after it. And then, like, two hours. And he's like, why aren't you playing? Get up here. <laughs> I'd be, be doing that shit to close it sometimes. I'd be going on and I'd be like, yo, what? If you, you know, you should have told me you want, you need to get back on earlier. Like, Exactly. Yeah. So we were just, you know. Yeah. Shit happened. Tit, tit for tat. You guys were just on the ego train. You guys were on, on the ego. It was just flying. The shit was, the ego was just flying. You were just like soaring and just taking <laughs> up your time and shit. Then you just landed and you went, hey, Jay, go ahead, you know, take this shit over. Oh, uh, man. No, man. Nothing like that. <laughs> you. Yeah. To be honest, though, like I was I, like, I haven't even gone back and listened to that set. And I don't think I will just because I was there and I witnessed that shit. It was so fucking legendary. And I was like aware of it while it was happening. And I, I knew what time it was. I was like, oh, shit. Like, it's, he's a little over his time. Uh, OK, he's still going. But I was like, there's no fucking way I'm stopping what's happening right now. Like, you can't do I, it. And I was, you would have saved. There's it. no way I would even fucking. I'm not that guy anyway to be like, "Hey, it's my time. I'm on." But like, his set was so dope. Like, I was like, "Fucking popcorn." Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I would love to be saved, that you guy. Though. Save me from. You would, would save me from trimming an extra 45 minutes off of the recording. Oh shit! He went 45 minutes over his time. Fuck. I went. I went way over. <laughs> Yo, he was on. I only know that. I only know that. Because I saw the recording. <laughs> you're like, I did get five, you're like five hours. Like, what the fuck? Oh, should we talk? Did we discuss this? No. Have we talked about this? What is oh, this? Man. Talk about Korea. Let's talk about Korea, Jay. Let's talk about Korea. Let's talk about. Let's talk about going over your time, Jay. No, I've I've done this a lot. Apparently, <laughs> what, what happened? So we're in Korea. <laughs> And it was uh, Shintaro's birthday, but Shintaro didn't know that Shintaro's a very private dude, right? He's very like he's, he's private, and he didn't know that we found out that it was his birthday because in the process of traveling together, at some point, I think he handed one of us his passport, and we saw in his passport that it was his birthday. Mm. So we're like, "Oh shit, we're not going to let him know, and we're going to try, you know, surprise him and all that." Because we had been on the road for a minute, we were beat, but we so we get to Korea, and uh, it was a night off. We were supposed to do, we, we were exhausted. We hadn't slept the night before because it was like country to country. And so the plan was we get to Korea and we sleep and we just like recharge. Well, when we land, of course, Red Bull's like, oh, well, we got a quick video. Uh, no, a quick interview we need you guys to do. So we're already kind of like fried, but all right, we'll do it. Team players show up and it's not an interview. It's a full on video shoot outdoors in the freezing. I'm talking like snowing cold weather. Icebox. Okay. Like, this, like 13 this, degrees. And, okay. This wasn't the video of you guys dressed in the Korean garb. It, right? was, it was. It was. That was, that was, <laughs> that was sprung on us. That was, but, can I just say that that was the worst fucking video I've ever seen in my life? 
for you guys. I felt I was cringing for you guys. I was just okay, like, so, yo, this so sucks when, for those guys. <laughs> and and honestly, like we're trying to be cool. It's like, hey, if you if you guys think that this is a good look, then great. Yeah, you know, we're just trying to be team players to get through it so we can go sleep. Mm-hmm. So after we're done, they're like, you want to go get some food? Yeah, let's all eat and then we'll all go crash. So we eat and of course, like start having a few drinks, and then it just getting to that hour where we were thinking, like, well, if we all crash now, that's it. And we knew Shintaro's birthday would come up. We were going to try to get him, like, a cake or some surprise him or something. Hey, like, are there any clubs open right now? But it's, like, what, 8, 9 o'clock, right? Like, nothing's open. Yeah. So they're, like, well, the, tonight actually is, like, this big hip-hop night at this club, like, down the street or whatever. And then so we're, like, yeah, let's go to the hip-hop night. But, of course, us, jet lag, not knowing anything, we didn't realize it was so early in the night. We're, like, well, let's just go there now. So we go there. <laughs> club's not even open yet. It's pitch black it's in a basement pitch black like it's just like a bar a bar back like refilling glasses and we're like put the music on so they put us in a booth in an in a in a barely just open club and wow. like the D- dj is sound checking and so we're in there we think like let's have a couple of drinks and then we'll surprise shintaro with his with his cake and we'll all just call it and have an early night mm-hmm. well of course one drink turns to a bottle turns to like <laughs> a, a couple bottles of champagne and then, like, suddenly, you know, for some... Oh, yeah, we had our backpacks because we shot the video. And at one point, we start feeling comfortable, and we're like, hey, can we play some music? And so we get up there, and me and Jay are just, like, one-for-one-ing rap songs. And then, you know, like, I hop off, Shintaro hops up for a minute. Oh, at one point, Shintaro fell asleep in the booth. Like, that's how out of it we were. And... Five hours later, Jay won't get off the turntables. And I'm not even kidding you. This dude probably played 1,200 songs. And in the process, we were trying to get him, like the next DJ was trying to get on. They'd stand there with their laptops and be like, what the hell? He'd be like, no, no, no. Really? Like, Jay, we, we got to get going. He'd be like, no, no. He doesn't remember any of this, by the way. I, I was like, yeah, I came up and told you like that the other DJ was plugged in and ready to roll. And you'd just be like, Tell him nah. <laughs> All right, and and this is this is after he spent the entire trip saying like I'm done with rap music. I don't even <laughs> play rap music anymore. Give this fool a chance to play some rap music, and he plays for five straight so, hours. So he played into the opening of the club. He, into like he played the, through the entire <laughs> club night. The after hours DJ. First of all, two That's... DJs, two DJs came and left. They came in to play. Were they pissed? The, yeah, one of them really was pissed. Oh, wow. One of, them, one of them was mad pissed. And he, he sat there trying to get on for you about were, an hour and a half. You were catching big pissed. air. You was on some big air shit, yo. You was, you was soaring, he was, bro. He was Flappy Bird, man. He was Flappy Bird. Just. You was catching and, some big air, bro. And he was, <laughs> I swear, he was playing. That was the fastest I've ever seen Jay drop records. He was playing like six seconds of a song. Shit. I've never seen you fly through records that fast. And he went for five hours doing like that. And yeah. still like and at one point Shintaro had his shirt off and he was DJing. First, he first of all he fell asleep on the stage. And then then the very next moment he had his shirt off and was raging standing on the table. Holy shit. Like with people like shoving cake in his face. Oh wow. I think I saw pictures, some pictures of that. Wow. It was it was an interesting No, nah, I think 
I don't think there was pictures from that night. You saw pictures of him with his shirt off on a different night. Oh, he'd be taking he his shirt it. off like that? All right. That's it's his it's his seasonal routine right now. Okay. Nice. It's uh, swimming season, so he's in shape. But but <laughs> legit Jay didn't remember doing any of this stuff. You were just so night. you were just so wrecked, Jay? It was jet lag, it was everything. I was faded. I was faded on like no sleep and I don't know. I just like looked down and like I remember what at one moment like the club was dead and then all of a sudden the club was slam packed and it was just a fucking and I was still DJing. <laughs> yeah, and and he was he was getting into you know when like like we talked about before when you get into like a zone, he was playing like Cupid. Remember that? Do you remember this? Like one twelve. Like one twelve. You were one twelve Cupid at peak hour, and everyone was like, "The <laughs> fuck is going on?" Like, let's just say that as we walked out of the building, the guy that got on after us, who was basically the cleanup crew, dropped hypnotized, and everyone's like, "Finally." <laughs> <laughs> Damn. It was, it was without a doubt, that you punished them. I mean, it was dope, <laughs> but you punished the living shit out of everyone in that club. It was great. Yeah. There you go, Jay. Was, there you go, Jay. Cool. Yeah, man. Hey, do you, bro? No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm just saying that I that it, <laughs> I'm talking five straight hours of of six second slappers you know what i i like that we just talked about zach's epic set in honolulu and and your five hour set of torture no 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 it wasn't torture i'm just saying that he's like you know, yo he's like okay. he's like you know, jay you punished him you punished him jay <laughs> no that's not what I'm like. you know you know in the movies when they're like Police gotta commandeer your vehicle. <laughs> that was what he did to this club. He walked up and commandeered their vehicle, and That's they were crazy. like still sitting in the car, like. But I gotta get my groceries home. Well, how like, no. was management? Was the owners were they cool with it? The DJs, yeah, were just, they yeah. were super cool with it. Oh, they okay. were great with it. They were, they were about it. I mean, they were getting free programming from the world champion, you know, because everyone was like, "Oh shit, Jason knows it," you know, right? And they're so, like, "Wow, he's an asshole." <laughs> did you apologize to those djs over there jay or no no nah, we left <laughs> bro i was so fucked up i i apologized like in my head like because i didn't want to be that guy to like effective you know, like there was dudes trying to get on and they were supposed to dj that night and my dumb ass wouldn't get off so yeah. so you were that guy though i was and that's yeah. <laughs> but you know what there's moments like there was that night where it was appropriate all of us were in on the. We were all in the same zone, you know. There was no like, man, Jay should just stop playing. Not, we not all. all of, not all of you were in the same zone. The hey, only, everybody <laughs> DJ. Everybody DJ. Shintaro played. Zach played. Yeah. And at one point, like we were going back to back for a minute. Like it wasn't just yeah. me for five hours. But but no, I, no, no. You were just telling. I, you were the only one telling the residents to go fuck themselves. Like you wouldn't get off. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I remember at one point Shintaro caught a little caught a little vibe too, and that opener was like plugged in and just sitting there beaming you. And Shintaro walked up and scoot physically pushed him out of the way and unplugged his laptop and plugged his own in. <laughs> like, no, I'm just gonna leapfrog real quick. Hold on. Damn man, it's my birthday and my shirt's off. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. That's a great story though. I'm glad. 
Jay's Jay's like had, like literally silent and speechless. <laughs> we had a lot of say. we had a lot of really of really fun times on that tour. Like it looked like it. Stories. Yeah, your yeah. pictures looked like it. It was like I was like these guys are having a blast out there, and then I would see the these like. 3 a.m., 5 a.m. tweets from Jay Espinosa like, man, I can't wait to come back to the States. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to change this. Fuck everyone and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, damn, this dude's on one over there. And I was like feeling it. I was like, I was like I'm feeling what's going on right now. You know what I mean? But uh, that's why I kind of wanted to hear about all of that shit. I want to know, yeah. who, know whose idea was it to film that shit in Korea where you guys were dressed up. That was the fucking... <laughs> You guys must have hated. Don't lie. You guys must have hated that shit. You know you must have hated that shit. It was, it was not our choice. <laughs> was, it was not our concept. Yeah. So I you want to be my... a Red Bull three style world champion? <laughs> yeah. Get ready to do. do some favors. That was that was like the uh, that was the equivalent of like the puffy shiny suit kind of moment, right? Where you had to just kind of yeah. Yeah. My, my wife had a good laugh. But <laughs> your wife's career, she's like, the fuck is this going? <laughs> yeah, we didn't talk about it. Much. I'm thinking I'm about sure. the, I'm thinking about the guy in the boardroom at Red Bulls. Like, hey, so while they're in Korea, you know, it would be great if they just <laughs> yeah. dress up. Well, right? when we were in Russia for that uh, world champ thing, I had just broken my leg, and so I almost didn't make it out to Russia. But I went anyway. I, sh- I should have been in a cast and I should have been on crutches, but I wasn't. And it was like the first day, wasn't it? Something. And they're like, all right, we're going to do, we're going to do this big thing. Uh, we need you guys all to be involved. And they pull us up to this spot. And they're like, it's the tallest staircase in Russia. And we're going to have you guys walk up and down it. I'm like, you guys, you guys, you knew about the leg. And they're like, can you just walk up it? We'll get you a car to drive you back down. <laughs> Team player, man, I walked up it. Nice. They drove me back. They drove me back down, and the car that they drove me back down in was soaked in gasoline. The inside of the car was soaked in gasoline because they had been transporting tubs of gasoline, and it had been spilling all inside the car. Jeez. And the dude is smoking in the car. <laughs> hey, Russia is fucking wild like that, though. Yeah, it, it seems like all these countries, like these overseas countries, they just have different uh, like ranges of safety, right? Like. Yeah. <laughs> Especially driving, like roads, like they don't have no. Some of these places don't have no rules. Like motherfuckers just be like fucking tailgating people, cut motherfuckers off, but it's normal. Yeah, like, yeah. And then like passing people on the free. I don't know. Like driving like 120 miles an hour, just like. <laughs> I'm glad to hear it's not all donuts and rainbows when you guys are on these uh, Red Bull tours. I like to hear the pain. I like to hear the suffering and the pain that goes along with it. <coughs> it is always fun. But, I mean. It's just, I mean, you know how it is. Like, it's the illusion of everything. Like, the, the DJ game is the illusion that everything's awesome. And it just, and it is, it is awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not, by no means am I saying that that, that is not. I, I, yeah, I want to see the tallest staircase in Russia. But it's also, like, mad taxing. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. It's, it's really helpful for us all to be around each other, though, when we do it. Because I find that. There's a lot of times, and I know it's a fault. I get crabby and like, yeah, I get kind of like not all hyped, and then it'll be perfect. So like when we were on the Asia tour, Jay would hop in with like all bright eyed and bushy tailed, and like everybody, oh that Jay, he's so nice, and he <laughs> he'd like step up and like knock out the social stuff, whereas I wouldn't want to do it at the time. Or like there was that one time in Jakarta where I've never seen Jay be so 
like defeated and pissed. You were oh, yeah. exhausted. So and so then, and so I took over and had to be like, "Hey guys, everything's fine. We're great." Like the human body can only, the human body and mind can only take so much before it needs a pinch hitter. It's exhausting though, right? It's exhausting to just travel, bounce from country to country, and then it's. It looks fun, and it's always it's it looks fun, and it's always a uh, you know, it's always appears on social media like it's a blast. So everyone always wants to go on a road. Everyone wants to do international gigs, but it's fucking exhausting. It's like you need a vacation, or you need like some serious time off to like kind of have your immune system recoup, and you just your whole sleep schedule gets fucked up when you guys get back, right? Yeah, yeah. It was going. Jay went for. There was that moment. I think it was like a moment of like three months that you were going because being the new guy, they were punishing you. Like I use the term loosely, but they were putting you on like every country's national finals. So mm. This fool's routing. This fool's routing was like, I mean, I've seen some bad routing, but he was going overboard. Like he was trying to hit a home run on the routing here. He would go from what, like South Africa to Vancouver to Asia, okay, now to Russia, okay, now we're going to go back for some reason to the U.S., okay, now we're going straight back to, like, Chile or something. <laughs> it was yeah. it was rough, and I remember talking to him towards the end of that, and he was just weathered. Like yeah. When we got back to San Francisco for the Red Bull three-style battle here in the Bay, I was done. Like, yeah. like <laughs> That was the only time I've ever seen you not want to DJ. I did you not like. Well, so I was too tired, bro. Like I couldn't even keep my eyes open. Like it was. Fun. You were. You, know, you were. Sh- I remember at one point we were setting your stuff up and you were shaking, like trying to plug your laptop in. You was like, ah. Oh wow, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A lot of people don't know like the wear and tear of traveling like that. I mean, I, there's been times when I've done multiple cities in a weekend, and when I come back, I need like two days to fucking recoup. Especially like the sure. older I get, I'm just like fucking. I'm I'm done, yo. It's crazy. Dude, you were uh like shit. Y'all were killing shit like years before. Well, me like same. Yeah, like I remember looking to you. What? Guys, I'm, 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 st- I'm not still killing shit. Like I was just doing it back in the day. So <laughs> I fell the fuck off now. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm really just a podcaster now. And shit. Hey, yo, back in the day, right before, way before we we kind of yeah. took over the scene. You was doing your thing, man. No. You so like, <laughs> like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. <laughs> Man, uh, you know, you, I mean, back, back before back, you were uh, like and subscribe, DJ. <laughs> back in the days when you guys were using Scratch Live and traveling, bro, you guys were killing it, yo. You just think when we never are ever able to leave our houses again, and it'll be like, oh, he's like an old DJ. He was that guy that used to like do it in a club, like around people, and not just be a streamer. Well, I was I was actually thinking about this. I said, if people get comfortable with live streams. How do you guys feel about venues live streaming your sets when you DJ? With I got no, I got no problem. With it. Oh wait, you mean if you're at a club? Yeah. As long as that rate goes up, let's go. So you guys would charge a live stream rate, an additional live Hell stream yeah. rate? Yeah. Hell yeah. What about you, Jay? You look like you're calculating how much you would charge. <laughs> I don't know how much I'll charge, but <laughs> I've had I've I've had people ask that before. Yeah. Hey, can we can we stream your set? No. Nope. But or like, how many times have people ask, "Can we record your set?" No. Like, no. Not without. Not without ends. I've heard. I you mean, say live stream for a crowd, like when people are at a club and you're just like at home DJing, or oh, oh I no. just I just think like uh, well, no, like they would have something hooked up. I've I've 
actually DJed at certain clubs and I've had like openers kind of recording my my set without even telling me. They'll have some like shit. Like audio? Yeah. Audio? They'll have like the R- RCAs plugged into some shit. Or... I always pl- unplug them. Yeah, you do. Oh, it happens. Yeah, you'll see it. Yeah. It happens all the time. I, I, mem- then... I remember someone told me like, hey, I recorded your set and I was like, damn, like you didn't tell me that, you know? And it, I, I felt, oh, I, it felt I felt violated, yeah. but but in the in the other guy's defense, he he did it purely to record my set as someone who wanted and, to hear DJ set. So I don't know. What yes, the fuck, yeah. And also the fact that he brought it up to you was that's good. Yeah. I've had a lot of people not. I've had sets like hit the internet, and you'd be like, "Oh, come on, for real?" You mm, know? Oh, for real? That's the really? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, man. And they're never good. They're never the good ones. It's always the last one that you'd ever want out. Yeah. Know? There's like pockets of where it was good and when I listened to it and then there was parts where I was like, what the fuck was I? I must have been drunk. Like, what was but I there, doing? But that kind of goes into that whole concept of like that there are some sets to record and there's some sets that you shouldn't. Right. You know, like a do-over set, that's a recordable set. Mm-hmm. You know, they record they record every single set that they've ever done. Right. And, and um, I think that they're all redeemable because there's, you're free of like the constraints, but there's plenty of times. I don't think I, I don't think I would want to listen to listen back to a club set of mine necessarily. Cause you're losing the moment that makes it special. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's not all the time. Jay, you put up, you've posted a lot of live sets, but they've always been listenable, you know, like it, it's not just, Oh, that night was dope. It's also, Oh, this is like great music and done in a really cool way. But like, not every set should be recorded and posted, <laughs> and that's okay. I mean, some of my favorite nights have been just partying. Um, there was a year in Poland, actually. Uh, that was that 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 was another one of my like moments. You know, when you have those, like we talked about those moments. Mm-hmm. I, had a, I had a set in Poland after after Nina Las Vegas. Like it was it was Misha Taro and Nina Las Vegas, and like, dude, Nina just bodied that place i mean if have you seen nina las vegas play wait who is this nina las vegas nina las vegas yeah i've never she's heard of from her. she's from australia but yeah. she's been she does i mean she's worldwide her name is like, nina las vegas yeah but she's from australia australia oh yeah where, why did where did the las vegas come from i don't know i never asked yeah, I've never asked her that either. You never asked but, her from Australia. <laughs> no, I don't want to ask like, her because I feel like hella motherfuckers probably ask her that, and it's like, oh yeah, exactly. Is it exactly. like naming myself like Jimmy Hollywood kind of? Oh, is that what it is? Maybe. Okay. How about, how about like uh, yeah, like Jimmy Shanghai or something, or like no, no, it'd be like because uh, like Las Vegas. I don't know. What anyway? <laughs> All right, Nina Las Vegas. Uh, yeah, crazy DJ, crazy producer, like owns her own record label, mm-hmm. but just. Every set, she always rips apart. Like, always bodies everybody. And she's Uh, the type of DJ that, like, if you're there, you'd be like, yo, what the fuck was that? Yeah. Like, like every record. You don't know a single song. And it's all dope. a single song. Yeah. And we all just sit there like, ID, ID, ID. Totally. Wow. And afterwards, she'll send you all the songs. Yeah. (laughs) That's (laughs) That's what's crazier. I've definitely asked her for a few tracks. Hell yeah. Uh, But... Yeah, I that knew. was another that was another night where like she went on and crushed it and then somehow I went on and like hit a pocket too and somebody like sent me a bunch of recordings from it mm. and it was like 
I started listening and I had to stop because I had such a high opinion of how that night had gone. And the last thing I wanted was it tarnished by the recording. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Oh, yeah. I've, had, I've had nights like that too where people where I'm like, oh man, that was so fun. I fucking, I had so much fun spinning there. Oh, it was such yeah. a vibe. And then I see like these video recaps and I'm like, oh my God. Like I was just like cringing at, at how I look and what, what's going on. And I'm just like, oh my God. I don't yeah. want. I don't want to ruin the shit. I actually, I actually hate when I DJ and you know when you get like you know in, in your DMs your Instagram story mentions. Oh, I you hate, hate watching the mention. I hate watching the recaps of when I DJ because I I'm just gonna, I know I'm gonna be like, oh my god, these guys are gonna capture like a moment where I just suck or like where the crowd right. is not feeling it or yeah. like at the worst times. I had so many good moments. You're like, why weren't you recording when this yeah, happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were recording like when this, yeah. It was like you all of those. the worst <laughs> part of the night. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. I always have anxiety. I like never, I always never want to like repost that shit. It, it gives me so much anxiety. I got a question. Yeah. I got a question for you guys. So we're how, we're how long deep into this thing? Like a couple weeks into this whole being at home thing, right? Have you guys... Uh, like I've noticed that I've taken a major break. Like I haven't had any, I haven't drank at all since I've been home. Yeah. Like at all. Have you guys been like still, when you get home and you sit around and like just, you still drinking like we were back when we were working or what? Jake? I'm finding, I, I only bring it up because like to me, this has been the craziest, like craziest way to have like the major detox. It's been <laughs> awesome. Only downside is I've been sick the whole time, but. That may, yeah. you, you being sick might be your body detoxing actually. To be honest, Maybe. yeah. Jay, what about you? You look like you're going through a detox. <laughs> I haven't had. <laughs> well, I haven't had. Any, I haven't had no liquor. I haven't had it. I haven't. The last drink I had was uh, the last gig that I did in, uh, which was like the beginning, like March third. Yeah, it's like a Wednesday. That was my last sip of alcohol. So it's been like a month mm -hmm. for me. Same but here. let me tell, you, like, bro, when like last weekend I was watching a lot of my friends on IG. And they were like having fucking parties like by themselves, you know, on DJ, just like drinking and yeah. I, I was standing in my kitchen looking at a bottle of tequila, like fuck. I want to have a shot and and just so I could be like, hey, I'm drinking with you. Like it seemed like it was a good idea, but I didn't do it. Yeah, yeah. Seems been seems been doing that on his live stream. Yeah, he's been he's been, he's been taking, taking some shots. shots like, hey, what's up, man? What what up? How y'all doing? You know, like putting the drinks. And then up. the you guys know four B. What happened? Producer? You guys know, yeah, producer DJ, 4B. Oh, yeah, 4B, yeah. Like, on his live, he goes in. Like, he drinks. Like, well, it's because, like, him and his girl, like, they're well, crazy partiers. And when they get them together, they party even crazier. Well, here's, so it's just, well, like, he'll question. be on and she'll just be feeding. <laughs> well, here's the question. Would you guys be drinking when you DJ on live stream? I hope I not. I, but I think I want to. You yeah, don't think you want I, to? No, I said I think I want to. Yeah, just to loosen up yeah. a little bit? pause because i i just want to drink i haven't had one in like almost a month yeah well that's a good question i can't i can't remember the last time i did a set without having a drink so it might so i in my mind right now i would say no but i also haven't touched my turntable since my last gig so really like when you turn on your shit and you start djing for people on the internet like you're not at a party you're still in your studio or your bedroom or your, wherever you're at but you, you gotta look at the phone a little bit right you gotta see what's going on Cause I actually don't enjoy seeing the DJs not interact with the comments. Does that make sense? Like you, you want to see a live stream DJ not just 
play records you want to see them talk and fucking like a little bit yeah you know like yeah. there, there was a point when quest love was spinning and he was talking about like he did like a trap called quest set and he was talking about the origins of each song and the production behind it and he was saying all these stories and it was like it was amazing you know what i mean so i would love to hear you guys or some dj play a remix be like yo i just made this remix and just keep like looping the beginning and explain a little bit about it. Yo, like one of my favorite songs growing up was this, that, that. And I thought I'd be like pulling it together with this, that, that, that. But let me let me have y'all check it out and then just play it. I don't know. I think that I think that's the whole point of the stream, right? You want us to party rock the live stream with stories? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I think it's it's one of those things where, like you said, it's like we're all taking a journey into the DJ's head and their taste. Yeah. And that's really what I think is going to set people apart is that I think there's a lot of skillful DJs out there with really bad taste, right? Who have like horrible taste in music. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it doesn't. I, I don't and, know what you're talking about. <laughs> and then that's what's going to separate everybody in the end. Charisma and taste for a live stream, I think. Just being. What happened? Charis- oh, yeah, yeah. Charisma and taste. I think that's that's really going to set motherfuckers uh apart in the live stream game or whatever but i have no who, idea who, Everybody's who has, who's had the best streams so far you guys tell I'll be me. Honest, I, you guys tell I, me. i'll be honest i i don't really watch ig live streams much so i couldn't comment on too much of the ig stuff i hop in for five minutes i check people i can't be on there for like half an hour but i could be in there yeah. like 10 minutes five to 10 minutes 15 minutes and then i'll hop out and i'll just check back in i'll float around and shit um but yeah what if what if what have been some of your your favorites well like for for like personal because like i'm friends with them um you know bruno's that spot in san francisco um, so like my homie chris who's the manager there dj klaxarb he did a stream and um it was basically like the theme of it was the opening hour at bruno's so like Mm -hmm. if you've been there you know what it is yeah and he like he did like a a style of sound a sound that you would hear there for the first hour and it was fun for me and all of our homies were in there just fucking around like talking shit. Yeah, I went uh, I went to a couple of his lives. They were they were fun. He had like a little disco ball in behind him spinning. Yeah. It was dope. Yeah. I watched Camillo. Oh yeah, how was that? I just like I never get to see him DJ in general. So watching Camillo DJ to me was just like he's a legendary ass DJ, you know? Yeah. And he was very charismatic and I mean he was playing fun shit, like stuff you normally hear him play because, you know, he does High 97 and it's more of a hip-hop station, mm-hmm. but or it is a hip-hop station. Yeah. Camillo's uh, shit was dope just because he was playing, like, freestyle records and, like, Michael Jackson. and You know what I mean? it was, And he was doing his Camillo shit, fucking talking shit. And mm-hmm. um, DJ Wonder I've been watching a lot. I oh, like, he's great. I like, he's a great DJ. Shout to Wonder, yeah. He's yeah, dope. He's, he just, like, he's a music head, so... Yeah. And that's like so am I. So when I watch his shit, he's always playing songs that I either haven't heard in forever, or I some of that shit I'm like, like I've never heard this in my life. This is tight. And his mixes are so fucking clean. They're like so clean, just because he's on satellite radio like every day doing that shit. It's fucking insane. Yeah. Well, it's the same with Jay when he was. I mean, I think the radio must just breed perfection because whenever I watch Jay play, it's like flawless. Like. Well, he'll be like, that shit was sloppy. It's like, not e- even remotely, <laughs> you know? Like, the level of... Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to unlearn that. Really? Why? Why? Because yeah. I like when you hear DJs just fucking 
cutting shit in and it's a little off here and they're like to me sometimes like when it's perfect i'm trying to get a little worse <laughs> when your shit's too clean it's like hang around me i'll show you how to get real sloppy it's too much of a like it's too flat line it's like mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like i like when shit's more like uh, uh here there and it's like you get that that excitement and that it's, that that re- it seems too like premeditated and planned like you know, like it was set. It like it's not spurred of moment. It's not in the like in the moment kind of thing. Is that what you mean? A little bit. You like easy, easy to listen to. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I like to. I, I want to like turn heads more. You know what I mean? You yeah. could do that with the records that you play, but I don't know. I, I'm a fan of just like I'm a fan of all types of DJing, but I I really like the guys who just may not be the cleanest DJs. Yeah, but they're just fucking slamming shit in and playing all the right records yeah there's been there's been a a bunch of them that i actually i've been actually really really fucking impressed at all the ig lives that have been really great there's been a bunch i can't name all actually jamie the great just did one his was dope i got to there for 30 seconds oh you did that's not shade that's not shade i just can't that was shade that was mad shade shade. i hopped in there for 30 seconds i wanted to check it out i wanted to click in and look got out of there real fast he's like playing he's playing mj and i was like all right cool yo the worst shit is when i accidentally go to somebody's and there's like nobody there and i'm the only one i'm like oh and then they shout you out and then you can't leave (laughs) no no i'm like i gotta get out of there before like they're like crooked joint oh i see you crooked you're like "Ah, half the time too everybody goes live when i'm like making dinner for the family and stuff too so that's true like sometimes i'll like be able to put it thing in and like listen while i'm working or like doing stuff but the reality is i I can't sit around all day and watch people's streams yeah that's me too. Hope, but like I've been getting sucked in. Yeah, you've been what, getting you been sucked what? in. Yeah, I've been getting trapped, bro. Like last night, I, I was like, I had some work to do, and then I went on. And I was like, oh shit, little John's on. Let me just see what he's doing. And he was playing like Atlanta shit. Yeah. And I was like, I can't miss this. Mm. Like whatever I got to do, got to fucking wait. So I, I just with- sat there and watched his whole set. I do that with Twitch, not IG. You do. Oh, oh. yeah. So I have like the dual screen going in the office and i'll be sitting here like working on design stuff or whatever it is i'm doing and i'll have like a, a twitch screen going on the other side that's it's the same it's just different platform yeah but then i get caught up because i'll be like in the chat and stuff being like talking shit <laughs> so. all right so guys i'm gonna close this out um thank you so much for doing this you know what i'm saying and um i really appreciate you guys taking the time to do this you know what i'm saying and and uh and i pray that you guys be safe and stay sane. And I look forward to seeing what you guys got cooked up. You know what I'm saying? For real. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having us. Hey, yo, big shout to Four Color Zach and big shout to Jay Espinosa. I appreciate y'all, man. For real. For uh, taking the time to speak with a motherfucker right now. Um, shit. I had to cut the motherfuckers off because they they would have kept talking, man. Um, but uh, I, I'm, I'm going to wrap up this podcast, man. Big shout to everyone out there. Please be safe. Um, and, uh, you know, and uh, hopefully y'all will be able to... Uh, Log in to our live video conferencing, live podcast recording on Sunday, April 12th. I'm guessing it's probably going to be around 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern. You know, we kind of want to get the drinks flowing. You know, I want the weed sparked up. I want the edibles. I want I want everyone loosey-goosey, pause, and, you know, kind of ready to talk some shit and interact and whatever. What You know, if y'all have questions for us, if y'all want to talk shit to me, talk shit to anybody, I mean, feel feel free to come on and uh, pause and, and do what y'all got to do. 
But uh, big shout to DJ City, man. This is sponsored by DJ City. And, uh, you know, log on to our YouTube, man. If y'all got, y'all got shit to do, we have a ton of episodes on our YouTube channel. It'll be youtube.com slash road podcast. And, um, yeah, it, we upload new videos every Friday. And, uh, yeah, man, we got a bunch of videos on deck. So if y'all haven't seen them, go check them out. And uh, I'm out, man. Peace.